Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back to another episode of Kimboology. Yes. Who's that, y'all? Who's that, girl? La na 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 That was my fucking song back okay. in the day. Okay. Shout out to Eve. Eve. Scorpion. That whole album. Listen. It was on repeat. Listen. Like she bagged. 2000. She, she bagged her a rich white man and said, <laughs> Bye to all these negri- the negresses. I was like, I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for it. But also, like, what she also did a recently did a um a versus a versus. Yeah, she yeah. did with Trina, she's, and she's still like, she's like, bitch, don't you ever forget it. No, honestly, but Trina is that bitch too. Oh, down, yeah, down for sure, down. Oh she's my god, the guys. diamond princess. Mind Down. your business. Mind your business, y'all. <laughs> you guys, welcome. It's episode 30. Well, 30. Wow. I'm high as fuck. Becky decided to be so sober dober today. She's like, you guys, she's like, what did you say? Too much. It's too much. She was really high last week, guys. <laughs> really high. She was like, I can't. I was so high. I went to McDonald's after I left there and I was like, get me a double cheeseburger, large fry. Oh, my Does God. Does your ice cream machine work? <laughs> It's an emergency. <laughs> I'm high as fuck. Yeah. She was like, Kim, let me just be sober this week, please. I was like, do you want some wine? Do you want some ketamine? Do you want some... Co-? I was not just like... Um, she was just like, bitch, no. But no, guys. Yeah. So it's... Uh, yeah. It's uh, me, Kimbo, and Becky in the building today. Yes. Um, AKA, not going to say my AKAs because a bitch is tired. <laughs> a bitch cannot. No. I'm going to take a break on the AKAs. Your AKAs are like 50 logs. So many guys. I need but to just- honestly, I love them too. I love when people have hella AKAs. It's so it's much. It's just too much sometimes. It's just too much. I know. We'll just see how we go, guys. <laughs> AKA a bitch is tired. That's my AKA this week. Kimbo, AKA a bitch is tired. And uh, it's episode 45. Episode 45. Dude, I know. Crazy. You. you guys are one year's coming up around the corner. It's crazy awesome. yeah we have a i have a you know we have a something fun in store for you guys for the one year anniversary show so we're working we're cooking that up right now but yeah i can't believe it girl i started this in a pan in a, pan in a pandora in a pandora pan dulce <laughs> a panasonic a pan panera express <laughs> like literally was just like you know what i stand podcasts let me just see. she does kim's been talking about podcasts to me for like the last <laughs> Four years. So annoying. She finally put me on to Jaden XD like two years ago. And now I'm a podcast kind of person. Bitch, you're a podcaster now. Look at you. True, 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 true. It's a good time for sure. It's a I feel like it's such a cool way to like just see so like really dive into someone else's perspective. I think it, you can only learn so much just from like Instagram. Oh, bitch! You, you, know? you know we only show one face. On, oh, for sure, on there too. For sure. So, yeah, don't ever believe it. Literally yeah. the most. I mean, I love Instagram, but I it's do too. Super surface level. Oh, a hundred percent. Oh, wait, forty-five. What is that? Nung song sao si ha. Oh, this is a cute one. Nung song sao si si sepa. That's forty-five. Si sepa. Nice. Cuarenta y cuatro. Is that, oh no 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 wait oh, oh my god I you guys take my Mexican card away the community come for her okay the Latinx community come for her bitch forty four forty cinco there you go that's better that's better forty five yes guys it's the forty fifth episode um I 
I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit in the mood for chaos and negativity. Shout out to Jaden XC. Go off. I have a petty peeve, guys. <laughs> Let him know. Bitch. Petty peeve. <laughs> it's coming. You guys, your girl got hit. The, my car got hit, parked on the street a few days ago. Um, your girl was just trying you to were, get... You were okay. Wait, you were inside though, right? Yeah. Wasn't in the car, uh-huh. guys. So yeah, I got in a car... My car got into an accident. Um, I literally was not in the vehicle. I parked my car on the street. Um, parallel parked it behind. Actually, the the owner of the I was going to a head shop. All right, y'all. I needed some pipe cleaners to clean my bong, <laughs> to clean my clean my pipes. Okay. Literally though, Beck, I was like, I didn't need to go. I was. I still Bitch. had some. It was just a thing that I was like, you know what? Might as well. Might as well. I have the time. You know, I haven't been in there for a while. Let yeah. me pick up some pipe cleaners maybe. And I was going to look at some some uh, bowls for you. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, like, Ryan, I was going to see if there was anything yeah, yeah, else yeah. you might have needed to get started on your on your on stoner journey. Your stoner <laughs> journey. Yeah. So I was like, just in there real quick. Walk in the bitch. Right. Say hi to dude. Hey, you need some pipe cleaners. Looking around. Boom. Fucking a, this bitch hits my car. It's parked. She hits my car and she hits it so hard. I turn you around. Said she had was like trying to go around traffic, right? Yeah, it was like a, it was a two lane like street, but then like the two lane becomes a one lane when people are parked, right? Oh, I see. Yeah. So then she was trying to ride along, and someone oh, I guess didn't let her in, or God. she she was going fast enough, bitch. Where when I when I turned to look at my car. It like raised, it like hit it and it was like up in the air a little bit. I saw oh. it lift. Yeah. Bitch. She hit me so hard. My car went into the owner's car in front of me. Okay. My shit, I was like, when I tell you, um, her car turned, it was in the middle of traffic. Mm. Um, we go outside. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I bought yeah. this car last year, guys. It's not even a year. It's barely a year old. 2021. I have a Kia Seltos, right? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know what I mean? Bitch. And then the owner was so nice that he was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. But then he didn't realize I hit his car. Right. And he had this really expensive equipment in the back seat. Oh so like God. that was fucked. And the bitch didn't have insurance. <laughs> she was, bitch. yeah, you guys, she didn't have insurance. She literally was, she's like, I was just driving my brother's car to like pick up my oh kids. My like God. she's like, I, this, this doesn't have insurance. Like she literally said that as soon as she like got out the car, I was like, oh fuck. So I already knew I'm going to pay everything. You know, my deductible right. paying for that myself. Like I can't go after her insurance. She has none. This bitch was raggedy boots. So she looked like she had no money. So I was like, oh, bitch, I'm like, what am I going to sue you for what? For what? <laughs> Onions, bitch? Like, no. <laughs> so I literally was like, are you kidding me? I like knew it. And then like, the store owner, mind you, he's just like this little stoner guy that just like owns like a, sh- a head shop not rich so his car was like a little beater too he oh just had liability God. so now he's like so now i gotta buy a whole new fucking uh, car yeah i had bitch. full coverage thank god but still i was like the fuck is this bitch doing you're riding reckless you literally are you know in your brother's car no insurance what are you doing with your life right so yeah so then on top of that though you know, we go, I, I'm on the, listen, I've been through this road. I was on the phone, my insurance, because I already know that my car is not drivable. They, right. they, she hit me so hard that my back tire was fucked. It was flat. There was no way I was driving out that bitch. So I already know that they're trying to, they're going to try to set me up, be like, oh, you need to tow? Okay, let me get you my one. You know, it's always about who you know. Right. They're going to try to hook you up with the, they just kind of like make you pay for towing, whatever. I have roadside assistance. So I was on the phone, my insurance, asapsually, you know, and then. Basically, you know, the dude was towing her car and he came up to me like, 
hey, you need a toe, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, nigga, I'm good. I got roadside assistance. Thank Y'all you so much. Smoke. Y'all smoke trees, though. <laughs> He's like, oh, but do you have full coverage? I'm like, yes, I do. Walk away from me. Step away from me, sir. I am good. I don't need your assistance. Please leave me alone. You know what I mean? The cop was trying to be like, oh, well, you need a toe. Like, I'm like, nigga, if you don't get the fuck out of my Tell face. Tell him what happened with the cops. Right. So, Bitch. Wait till yeah. you guys hear this. So the cop. Yeah, I'm going to get into that because that's, that's like the shit. So whatever. It's going smoothly. She, the lady's setting me up with the toe, right, on the phone. It's, it's around 2 p.m.-ish. Um, and then, so the towing company can't get to me till like 6 p.m., right? Mind you, my car is on the side of the road. It's not blocking traffic. Traffic's going through. It was parked. I mean, that store owner, he parks his car there till like 8 o'clock every day. And it's no, it's no problem. Right. You know what I mean? And in fact, my car, she hit my car, so it was even more on the curve. So it was even more out of the way right. of traffic, right? So the cop's like, hey, what's going on? Is your towing company? Is he coming? What's going on? I'm like, yeah, he's on the way. Unfortunately, you know, my, my insurance can't set up sooner than 6 p.m. He's like, oh, well, I don't know about that. I'm going to have to call my, I'm going to have to call my supervisor on this. I'm like, bitch. And this is where I was like, and mind you, of course, white cop. In a suburban, suburb, suburban of white cop. So already, right? I'm black, but I look red. I'm bitch. I just ran out the house real quick. I wasn't right. wearing a bonnet, but I was wearing my Crocs and shit. Whatever, you know what I'm right. saying, Auntie. But even then, don't even get me started on the bonnet politics because it's true. too much. True, 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 true. Right? Uh-huh. It shouldn't matter, right? Yeah. Right. So he goes back, fakes calls his whatever supervisor, whatever you know. Because I was like, sir, I'm not in the way in traffic. There's a parked car right there, parallel to me. You know, people are going through. It's a few hours. I I already have to pay for my own deductible. This bitch had no insurance. I would really prefer not to have to pay for towing as well. Sorry, you know, can you right. help me out? Shit, right. like, help I'll, me I'll help stay, you. Right, I'll fucking stay here and watch my fucking car. Or I will have someone watch the car till six. Jesus, you know, let me go ask my supervisor. I don't know. I don't know. Comes back, says, sorry, no. You have to move it. You have to have someone move it now. I'm like, sir. Bitch. So you're saying, I had to like do it. Like I had to talk to him like a baby. Cause I was like, I want to want you to see, I want you to hear how ridiculous you're being to me right now. Right. You are saying that my vehicle that is literally on the side parked, there's other cars I see next to me parked, but my vehicle has to get out of the right. way. I have to pay my deductible. This woman has no insurance, has hit me. Right. You know what I mean? You weren't even in the car. You I were wasn't in the store. Was in the store. And you're telling me that you won't allow me to wait till six o'clock for my roadside assistance to get here? Is that what you're saying to me, sir? I said it just like, like I was like, right. you know what I mean? Trying to make him see like, really? You're being ridiculous right now. He's like, I'm sorry. My supervisor says you have to move it. I was he's like, he's like, we could try to push it. Of course, my back tire is on the fucking, on the, you know, the ground. Right. It can't be pushed. He's like, but it looks like you can't be pushed because, you know, well, that hello. tire. Well, hello. So thankfully, right, the store owner is really nice. Who He's do like, they protect and who do they serve? That's y- what I want to know. Who? Who? Whomst. Whomst. Yes. Anyways, so the fucking stoner, he's so sweet, right? He's like, let me go. He's like, Kim, hold on. Thankfully, around the corner, there's this really nice, like, local body shop guy. He owns a towing service. He owns a fucking mechanic service. He owns a body shop, right? Super nice man. He comes out. He's like, he comes out. He sees, he assesses the place. I was like, hi, sir. How are you? He's like, how are you doing? He's like, you know, what's going on? I was like, sir, I told him, like, my towing can't get here till six. Are you going to charge me money to move my vehicle from, like, five feet 
on the parking lot there. Are you going to, are you going to charge me that? He's like, I'm like, are you really going to charge me money for that? He's like, no. He's like, no, I won't charge you. He's yeah. like, it's fine. He's like, let me help. He's like, let me get rid of this cop. Don't worry about it. Da, 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 da. I was like, oh my God, thank God for him. You know, right. he goes, the cop's like, oh, okay. Looks like you have help here. Then I'm like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I got to go. I got to call for some other shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Please get the fuck out of my face. You ain't shit. Protecting and serving who, my nigga? Right. Fuck you. So anyways, I was so pissed, but I was thankful for this man. The man took my car, moved it out of the way completely. I was so grateful, right? He comes at me. He's like, hey, what's going on with your towing company? What's, what's, what's the real tea? I'm like, they're not, my insurance is saying that they can't get anybody else here till six, blah, 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 blah. blah. He's like, bam. I've been in this business like my whole fucking life. I'm 60 years old. I will take care of you. I'll fix your vehicle. You know, you won't have to pay your deductible. He said that. I was like, he's like, I got you. He's like, "Uh, you won't have to pay for towing. He's like, I promise you. Not a dime will come out of your pocket. I've got you. I'm like, he's like, I know. He was like, my parts come from Kia, the dealership. I don't buy from Chinese parts, like like cheap parts or anything like that. You're good. He's like, you'll and be the okay. And sto- the store owner vouched for him, right? You said? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. And he was yeah. the only, he, he wasn't just a worker. He, he owned, owned all those three companies. Shop. Yeah. Okay. He owned all three companies. So he's like, I okay. got you. You know what I'm saying? He gave oh me his personal God. cell phone number. Yeah. I was so great. He even drove me home. Wow. He even drove me home. He's like, do you have a ride home? I'm like, no, sir. I actually don't. <laughs> Cause like that. And the way you- these Ubers are priced right now. I know. Listen, I don't know. I, I literally, you guys was like, this happened like really like a few feet from like my old job, the dispensary I worked at. So I was fully ready to go walk over to the dispensary, be like, who's ready to give me a ride home? You know what I mean? And they would have taken me home. No problem. You know? Right. But the man was so sweet. I was like, okay, you know? So, so yeah, guys, that was my pity pee this week. Um, Don't be messy. Don't be, have car insurance. Oh, and she had the goddamn audacity to walk up to me while I'm on the phone with my insurance and I'm trying to get the number of the, of my, the, the claim number. And she's like, I'm so sorry about you. I was like, I just literally like walked away. I couldn't even like, I like was Bitch. in the middle of trying to get a number. She walks up to me and starts talking to me. Like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, I have nothing. I have nothing for you, sis. Yeah. Why are you speaking to me? Right. You don't have insurance. You don't have money. You're lucky. I don't sue your fucking ass. Get away from me. That's right. the least you can do is walk right. away from me. So yeah. Yeah. That was it. Honestly, sometimes I feel like in accidents, the best thing is just to call the cops right away. Have them come out. Don't ask if they're okay. Right. Are you okay? Are you okay? Do right. you need medical attention right now? Yep. Then be like, all right, let's just have someone in the middle mediate this because it's going to turn into finger pointing yeah. and you did this and you did that. Uh-huh. And, you know, this woman was obviously very irresponsible and responsible, irresponsible enough that she's going to drag everyone else down with her. I know. So it's like, you don't need to interact with that, you know? Literally. I had no words for that bitch. I was like, bitch. bitch. So yeah, you guys, sorry. the ghetto. Oh I've been dealing with that shit. So I don't have my car. I'm sad. I got a rental though. Thank God. And your girl's an adult. Should I start a GoFundMe for you? <laughs> <laughs> Help me. I'm poor. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, like a GoFundMe for like Ubers. Like <laughs> I'm done. You're like, Kim needs to get around the city, guys. She needs to get to Tony's. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do my groceries, y'all. Dead ass. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I was so lit. I like, I like hit up the group chat. I was like, you bitches. <laughs> listen to this shit. So, but yeah, guys, that was just our petty pee for the week. Um, That was just a little tangent. Get car insurance. Get motherfucking car insurance. What, what are y'all doing? 
what are you doing? And then on top of that, bitch, my brother got sideswiped when he was parked on the street. Oh my Rosa god. Rosa told me that. Um, this dude, when I went when I get to the car, the car rental, he was like, Oh my god, my mom got fucking hit like three times this year. I was like, What is people happening? forgot how to drive? They did. Honestly. They've been in their house, they've been in their fucking houses and they forgot. Because the fuck. Or I feel like people also got used to there not being any traffic. Mm, yeah. So like they're going places thinking, oh, I got plenty of time. And there's like a 40 minute traffic jam. Right. Guys, it's oh, that's over. Yeah. Everyone is outside of the house. Yeah. Leave early. Yep. Make time. Make time, especially in the summer in Chicago. Like mm-hmm. everyone is out trying to do their thing. Girl, so. everybody is out and the Delta variant <laughs> is out here as well. Right. I've been living for the memes. Have you been oh, living God, for yeah. the memes? Have you guys died for the memes? <laughs> like the, the Delta one variant that Free-ish posted. Oh, Free-ish. Shout out to Free-ish. With Swiss beads and yes. his like, first wife. And his and first then- wife. Yeah. His first- oh my God. <laughs> They went oh there. They did that. I know. I was like, I love Freeish. They just be fucking, you know, they be shaking the table. Okay. All right, guys. We got to get into this week's uh, sexy sustainability. Yes. As always, y'all, we, every week we shout out a company that's being sustainable, trying to save the planet or a, a way, a cause. Um, just talking about being sustainable um, every week on the show because Mother Earth is in danger, y'all. Um, I have a cute thing related to cannabis, though, that I thought would be really cute okay. to like let you guys know about. Let's hear so, it. I don't know if you, so if you guys know already, I'm growing for the first time. So I'm growing my own cannabis plants, my plant babies. Yes. Um, I am a medical patient, so I am legally in the state of Illinois, legally able to, uh, I can grow up to five plants. Um, at my home um, because I'm a medical patient, so don't come for me. Um, but if you guys didn't know, growing, um, cultivating your own cannabis can be quite uh, energy in- invasive. So like, really? so, yeah. So I saw this really cute little um, post. If you from- grow it indoors or if you yeah. grow, oh, if you grow I, it Oh, I believe that. I yeah. Believe that so sure. I, sh- I got this cute little post from Instagram um, by flow underscore Kana. Um, flow underscore K-A-N-A and they did these cute little like um, little like screenshots of like information so it says cannabis cultivating indoors is the most energy intensive and environmentally harmful agricultural product in the U.S. today yeah um, one pound of cannabis produced indoors, 1.95 metric tons of CO2. The amount of carbon sequestered uh, by 1.9 acres of U.S. forests. Like, it's like wow. insane. Emissions caused by 2.2 pounds of indoor cultivated cannabis is roughly equal to driving across the country seven times in a fuel-efficient car. Oh, my God. Right. The, the power used by a... 5,000 square foot uh, indoor cannabis grow can power 300 homes. Um, the animal, the annual carbon footprint of indoor cannabis production in the U.S. is equivalent to emissions from 3 million American cars. I was like, That's what? Scary. A- indoor grow operations use about eight times the amount of energy per square foot as a normal commercial building. That's on par with the modern data center. Oh my God. The lighting used for a grow area that can ad- accommodate four indoor plants sucks about the same power as 29 refrigerators. Yeah. Wow. Indoor grow operations account for 1% of total electricity used in the United States each year. 
Um, and it just goes on and on and on and on. It's like the carbon footprint um, is this, so that they, they were sh- obviously right. they did this post to shout out their company, right? Um, because they're saying that their sun grown cannabis is equally like their sustainable farmed one is all sun grown. So like basically, it's telling you to uh, hashtag choose sun grown because um, yeah, the lighting itself to um, power all the lights on um, the you need usually a humidifier, an AC, and a light to to grow right. indoors right uh that's not even counting like the chemicals for the fertilizer yeah. that you need exactly not you but you know to right to get it to grow. right growing indoors can be a lot wow. and it's not sustainable so i it, i really took that in consideration when i wanted to grow because i'm all about that life and like right. how shitty of me to be you know like talk about sustainability and then grow out grow indoors and right. use so much energy and so i had no I was, idea that was like a thing isn't that crazy yeah it's a thing i just i listen guys the sun's free okay like True. i was like that's free and i would i made a cute little greenhouse i love it and i just i just water it the only thing that i do use is a fan i do okay. use a fan mind you i have been trying to look for like a a solar powered fan right. the only thing is that they need to be running full time like it needs yeah. to have full um flow in order to yeah. be successful to have a healthy growth so that's the one thing i do use but other than that i don't use any lights it's outside yeah so yeah um that's this week's sexy sustainability so what would you recommend for people like is there something like a you know how like uh on cosmetics right yeah on the package if it's not tested on animals there's like this cute little like logo ah. so is there something like we could look for to know like how something was grown in the cannabis industry because everything is state so by state by state and, and it's yeah. new i don't quite know maybe maybe california does I could see California yeah. or Colorado doing something cute like that. Illinois is still so new. We're a baby. We're only two oh, years in. Oh, it's like a mess. Oh, it's a fucking And shit I feel show. like it's growing Bad. so much faster than like anyone would have anticipated. Oh, yeah. Like it's almost oh, yeah. impossible to keep up we can't with like keep the up. scale of you're it abs- all. You're absolutely correct, Becky. Yeah. Illinois is a mess. It's a mess. I'll have to go <laughs> into that a whole nother episode. I'm actually kind of like working with like local Illinois podcasters in the cannabis industry and I, I might be on some of their podcasts soon. So, um, I've been look, I've been communicating mm-hmm. with them. So what would you say is your favorite brand then? Like just so that people can, Ooh, thank you. Yeah. Arise. I've shot at them out a couple of times okay. on the show. All right. Arise cannabis, A E R I Z. Um, they're sustainably grown. And okay. they use aeroponics. So that's also another way to be sustainable. Okay. That's something I don't do either. I need to, I'm trying to learn. Right. So that way you don't have to, you can reuse your soil. It's Instead of oh. soil, it's like these pebbles, like these, it's a way to grow. It's really cool okay. actually. And that's sustainable too. So look for them. And, and their quality is fuego. I'll show you okay. what, I'll show you what their bottles and all that look like. And I'll, and I'll, I'll put them in the show notes guys. So, you know, uh, but guys. they're only so far. I, I think they're only in, um, no, I'm lying. They are in Arizona and they're in Illinois. I don't know if they're in like other places yet. So yeah, yeah. I'll shot, I'll put them on the show notes guys. But yeah, so that's this week's sexy sustainability. So yeah, if you do want to grow weed, grow it outside y'all. Just try not to get it stolen. That's the only thing. Act like your ancestors. There you go. There you go. Act like you don't have modern luxury. Okay. <laughs> you don't need no lights guys. Just use the sun. So yeah, um, we're going to dive right into the recycling of the news this week. Becky, take. Do you want to do the first? Uh, actually, no. Let's do. First of all, we just have to really yeah. quick, guys. This won't be long. Shout out to the motherfucking the queen. Lord and Savior, the queendom, okay, <laughs> of Rihanna. 
Okay, guys, get into it. Fall in. She's a billionaire. Yes. She's a motherfucking billion. This billionaire. Bi- 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 billionaire. Motherfucker. Do you like, think she's really pregnant? Bitch, what? There's a rumor that people think she's pregnant with um, ASAP Rocky's baby. Oh, Lord. I don't Which know. I think would be so cute. I mean, like, I mean, they're not public enough where, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I love them because they don't, obviously, they're pretty private. I know. I love how Rihanna's just like, stay the fuck out of my business. Right. I love that. I'm always like, yes. But I was here when she was dating fine ass uh, billionaire, though. That, like, that, like, oh, prince yeah, that was, was a billionaire. Yeah. I, he high really key, cute. high key, he told that bitch to do how to do it. He was like, you want, oh, because she was like dating him and she yeah. was like, I'm Rihanna and you're whoever you are. Right. How come I don't have a billion dollars? He's like, bitch, I got you. Yeah. Let me show you how. Also, cosmetics, though, it's, it's no extremely j- lucrative. Extremely. You guys and coming out with a Kimoology line of uh, skincare. Right. Oh, Honestly, today I was because re- there is this one brand that came out in 2017. Um an ex-editor of Allure launched it. It was called Flesh Beauty. Ooh, that sounds it good. It was it was Revlon's answer to compete with Fenty. And really? yeah, and so there was I really like I it's funny, I never actually used anything from the brand, but their marketing person on their social media was on fucking point. Like I, I follow her. Her name's Christina Grasso. Okay. She's just super cute, super creative. It was just very engaging content and it was it was a cool brand. She left it. She left the company though, like in 2019. Mm. And I had a thought today. I was like, oh, like I wonder what happened to Flash. And so I go Google it, and it's like they were only in Ulta, but oh. Ulta dropped them last summer. Okay. And I guess they still have some stuff, but like it's not. I guess the original the founder left the company. Ooh. And so one of the reasons why it didn't do well, so because they were trying to compete with Fenty, uh-huh. they were obviously trying to reach like consumers of color yeah but what this person who wrote the article who investigated they were all about inclusivity but they had all like white people working for them like bitch when i tell you (laughs) it's how irritating is that though how irritating right it's like oh you want to i mean it's not to me it's it's it it doesn't irritate me more so that i'm like duh you know what i mean like the proof is in the pudding like look at rihanna's team priscilla ono Who's like her one of her global makeup artists yeah. for the brand? She's Mexican. She's first generation immigrant. Grew up in LA. Like she knows what's up. And she came. She is not like this Ivy League right. educated like right. marketing person. But she like, knows skin. She knows like exactly. what exactly. I, I was like when she went when she was saying like my shit like targets like. Shout out to the Asian community. The under the yellow tone under yellow tones right. for the, the Asian community and their skin. She like paid attention to that. Like oh, yeah. nobody does that. No. You know what I mean? Like, and then just like how and this brand had forty shades. I mean, they had yeah. they could back it up, but I think when there's an inauthis- inauthenticity yeah. to things, yeah, people absorb it right away. They're like, I don't, mm, I I don't buy this shit. Well, even me, I was like, y'all are cute, but you're not yeah. getting my money. No. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm here for it. 
I'm yeah. so proud of her. I she, she I nailed according, it. She according, nailed it. According to Forbes.com, $1.7 billion, yes. guys. I mean, I could only just aspire to be like this bitch. Let's just be real. Oh, Becky, we totally forgot that what people are what people the main episode is about. It's about oh the my white God. lotus. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> damn, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, well, we're gonna talk about White Lotus later. The White Lotus is the show. There's gonna be hella spoilers. Yes. So if you haven't watched it. Yeah, pause it when we start. It's yeah. only it's a technically a mini series right yeah. now. There's only six episodes. They're an hour long. Yep. And guys, it is fucking hilarious. Yes. Okay. So. Before we before we get into that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But just know, just yeah, know, we are gonna. <laughs> that's what we're gonna talk about later. Well, can we just touch real quick? So my yeah. recycling of the news. Oh, it's not that like. I mean, it's it is groundbreaking news, but it's not like. Aaliyah's dis- full um, discography might be released soon. Yeah, that's exciting. Which that's is exciting. so exciting. It's so, I can kind of serendipitous because yeah. last year I, during quarantine, I like purged every corner of my space and I got rid of hella CDs. Oh, from, like, growing shit. Up. Like, I was just like, there's no anything that I have, I've already burned into my computer. Uh-huh. Like, I was like, why do I have these? And I decided to go through everything uh-huh. and keep certain things. And all of Aaliyah's CDs, I was like, I'm keeping <gasps> these. Because oh, also, too, like all of her CDs, like any vinyl records, they're totally out of print. I'm Her uncle yeah, is, is the it, one who yes. was managing her and yeah. he's the one in charge of her estate. She wasn't married, guys. She doesn't have kids. so She was much, married a motherfucking what you call but it? They were, she was already divorced oh, is what I'm saying. Like she, okay. I'm not saying she was never married. I'm saying at the okay. time of her death, she wasn't married. Which, thank God, she was divorced. Can you Wait. Can you imagine if R. Kelly had ended up with all her money? Oh. Oh. It makes you want to throw up. Because also, too, when I read about the discography coming out, yeah, I read that some like hardcore fans, because pretty much the only album you can stream right now is the album that R. Kelly produced for her, where Back and Forth is on there. Bitch, I can. He gets the royalties for that. Oh. He gets. But there's a lot of songs on here that I'm on Apple iTunes right now, and I'm like looking up. There's a lot of her music. It's not her full discography. It's not her full. Okay. So I'm just. It's either like instrumentals or like remixes. There's some though. Because I remember like Back and Forth. Look into it, you're going to be like. Yes. This is my song. But dude. R. Kelly gets these royalties. And like hardcore fans, they don't stream this song because they don't want him to get I, any money. I know. Oh, and I do. I play that song all the time. That's my fucking I know. song. Back and <laughs> forth is my shit. It's a classic. It's God. Cool. And then it's like, of course, it's. Oh, you be somebody. Tell me that somebody. That song, you can't, you can't stream that song anywhere. You can pull it up on YouTube. Yeah, that's so okay. Because yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, I think YouTube has it, but yeah. that's because everything's on YouTube. Right. I mean, you could <laughs> fart and it'll be on YouTube. My fart's on YouTube, guys. Listen to it. It's cute. Okay. Oh, well, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's exciting. Um, okay. Well, let's just like so, shout out to her. Yeah. Shout out to her. Shout out I'm, to her. Yeah. We miss her. Yeah. She could have been Western, Western a legend. She is a legend. Yeah. 
But imagine what would have happened to her if wow. she was still alive. Can you imagine? She honestly, she would have been re, like Rihanna. Yeah, you she know that that, that yeah. that's the level. But she old was school, on. like you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for she sure. would have been like on a level of like kind of like Mariah Carey's level. Yeah, yeah. Because she's, she's also a little like old... acting. Yeah, she was like a good actress. Yeah, she yeah. was really into. She was. Her glam, I was so obsessed with her glam. She even was, back in the day. Oh no, she listen, a look. And the bitch had like, a look. Her hairstylist and her makeup artist, Down. they were with her on the plane. She was like best friends with them. Oh shit. Bitch. They were with her on the plane. They Ooh. died too. That's oh, so they went hard for her, you know? Literally. Yeah. Well, rest in power, honey. Rest <laughs> in power, sweet. Right. Well, I want to take a quick break. Um, let's just take a quick break because we've been talking for a little bit. Um, and then we'll we'll be right back. And we we will be right back after after these detailed messages. We are back from our break. All right, guys. So it's time for this, uh, the White Lotus, guys. I'm yeah. so, you guys, <laughs> you have no idea how excited I am about this fucking TV show. First of all, Becky brought me, she was like here last week. Was it last week? Yeah, it was yeah. last week. Was oh, week I binge it. Yeah, in a whole week. Well, I didn't... S- I didn't fall asleep until like 4 a.m. last Sunday because I was watching the show. Oh, you told me about that. Yes. Kim was like, why are you so tired? And I was like, well, I haven't slept because I was giggling by myself. Oh, my God. In the living room, in the dark. And you told (laughs) me. And then, like, you know, like, listen, like, I was like, okay, bitch, whatever. Like, how good could this show be? But when I was like, when she left and I was like, you know, let me just watch the first episode and see what the tea is. I was engaged fully from the beginning immediately immediately all right guys so this show is called the white lotus it's on hbo max it's a mini series six episodes total so it's a very short watch watch it it's like a dramedy it's like a dark comedy right right Right, becky okay um we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about the entire series today um we'll just start with like episode one we'll start with the characters we'll break it down because this show had so I mean, onions. I, it's a layer. I truly think it was like an examination in like the human condition. Oh, yeah. And like. Oh, yeah. 
And, and they did it so fucking well. Oh, so good. While like not taking itself too seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But also making you think like, damn. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Or I know that person. Yes. Or, you know what I mean? Or I know how they feel. Like I've been there. And every scenario that we watched. on, So like if you guys, you guys have to watch the full series and then listen back. So. I'll be nice. I'll put a little marker. I'll like put a marker in the show notes. If you guys want to like come back and I'll show you guys when to start this episode for next time. If you guys want to come back and like pause it, um, it goes, it literally dives into so many different topics. It's super layered. It's and everything like everybody's story on there could have definitely happened. Like, Oh, everything is super relatable. It most definitely has happened. You know it, right? You know it, right? So let, let's just do it. Let's just get okay. the fuck dive in. <laughs> Episode one. What got me right away was homegirl was pregnant on her first day of work <laughs> yeah. and so, in labor. Right. So basically, guys, the story takes place at a resort yes. in Hawaii, and the sh- whole show takes goes over like the course of one week. Okay. And there's a group of people that come on a boat to the resort. And it's basically about, like, how their vacations just unravel. Yeah. But it's also tied into, like, the stories of the people that work at the hotel as well. So good. So, yeah, there's this character. Her name's Lonnie. She is pregnant. And she's a trainee under the... General manager Armin. Armand. Armand. Oh, I stand Armand. <laughs> oh, I love me some Armand. The, what yeah. got me with Armand is like, what's, what's that little mayonnaise on your left tit? It's like a little dollop of mayonnaise on your top one. What is, what is that on your left tit? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Sickening Australian guy. <laughs> hilarious actor. Shout out to Armand. He was so high strung. Oh, my God. But he was also so oblivious to how strong how high strung he was. Yeah. That there was like a charm to it. Yes. You know? Sickening. <laughs> oh my God. And just, the, and the thing is like, he's so right. Kind of, kind of how he broke down what the hotel, the hotel industry is kind of providing, right? They, this, they pretty much paint his, the, initially when you meet his character, he, uh, he's, as much as he's like this high strung like general manager asshole, he's dumb he's someone who has his life together because yeah. he's managing this huge resort. Yeah. He's an expert at what he does. He knows exactly what he's doing. Which in the service industry, it takes a long time to get to that place because there's so many different situations. People have different personalities. When you're taking care of people, when you're in a service, like there's so many things that you learn. Every day. So to build up to that confidence where you know exactly what someone wants before they even know that they want it. Yeah. It's a skill in of itself. Yeah. And I think that's how he sets the tone. Like, we're we're good here. So I want you to follow me, Lonnie. Yeah. And, like, want you to learn from me. He's, yeah. like... Planning on molding her, you right. know, into some kind of manager. And he, he's like, he's like, you gotta, he's like, you have to treat these these VIP like the like the babies, like the small babies. <laughs> like he was like, you have to treat them like the babies, you know. And sure enough, I mean, every the, single person that gets off the boat is their own version of like a spoiled baby. Well, very like, true, but let's not. <laughs> Like the king of all kings of babies. So there's this couple, right? That, that uh, Let's start to break oh down God. the couples, right? Yeah, so their first couple. Go on, Kim. Mm-hmm. So Shane Patton and Rachel Patton, right? right. There's this... There's this they're there's, newlyweds. They're newlyweds, white, cute, good-looking couple. They get off the boat and, you know, they're all telling... Like, they're so on their honeymoon. They're on their honeymoon, right? So there's this couple, right? They there's, look like the 
perfect Caucasian couple. Like right. she has a Goyard bag. Yeah. He's got like a Rolex on. What the fuck is like, a Goyard bag? You know the Goyard bag. I do not, bitch. What? The one they like they have like that one pattern. I don't it's know. It's like what a this geometric is. pattern. Is it like a Birkin bag or some shit? Basically, it's like oh, six thousand dollars a bag. Oh, like Lord. that it is Becky's you. rich, guys. <laughs> Becky's got money. No, I work in Lincoln money. Park. Oh, I work true. in Lincoln Park. True. I remember the when my first year I was working at the salon. Um, I had this one client who had one and uh, my coworker was like, Oh my God, did you see your Goyard oh, bag? Really? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, Oh, those bags cost like $8,000. And Bitch. I was like, Oh, what? <laughs> You're like, I bet it was basic. <laughs> and as sure enough, too. my tip. Oh, she was basic. Yeah. It was like $30 tip from that woman. Oh, and I was hello. like, okay, so well, she's got that. Yeah. Fuck you. I don't believe in God money. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> When you have I'm that done. bag, that's what you're telling the I'm world. Done. Like, I'm done. I'm done. Oh my god. Okay. Well, you know what? She had that bag. I didn't even catch that tea, girl. Yeah. Because I mean, like, obviously, throughout the show, you just kind of you start to see this 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 couple. The the man Shane is really well off. His family comes from money. His mom is rich as fuck. And so he's used to having everything his whole life. And so he got married he's, to this. He's a white man who's never had to worry about a single thing in his entire life. Oh besides God. his own ego. Besides. Can you imagine this person? I was they so. Exist. I was they so. But I was so frustrated. Like watching this. Because, okay, so he basically. He, when they got. When the couple got to the island. They were supposed to get a specific room. Right. Uh, the the girl they wanted the pineapple room. That's the pineapple the room. suite. They bitch. had a private plunge pool and like on a this, personal patio. He's yeah. like, it was like, puh, puh, puh. it was it was like, it was like so much. He's like, we were supposed to have a personal pool and a private plunge pool on the private. And mind patio. you, he realizes this as they're getting into oh, the room. Yes. He's about to have sex with his wife yes. on his honeymoon. Yes, and instead of just going with it. He he takes a look around. He's like, wait, hold on. He's literally kissing her. And he's like, yeah. we're in the wrong room. And she's like, what? I'm trying to have sex right. with you. She's like, so, and the room's gorgeous. He, the room's beautiful. Oh, exactly. It's it like was, sickening. Yeah, it was the coolest room ever. They were yeah. like in the palm tree room or something like that. It was that. beautiful. The ocean view. It wasn't like some sort of like, he's like, no, this is a regular, regular, schmegular room. <laughs> I can't stomp this. He's like, we didn't pay for this. And she's like, well, technically we, we didn't pay for it either. Your mom did. <laughs> she like read him for Phil. <laughs> and the thing is like, he like was the, being the biggest baby like about it. So he brings it up to Armand. Armand is like, oh, I'm, you know, he talks, he basically talks him off a cliff and says, you know, right. it'll be fine. Like, you know, we, you Mind know, you, this was, it was a, cl- it was like literally a masterclass. It was. In the service industry on how to handle an irate customer. Oh man. It is. I was like, chef's kiss. <laughs> Shout out to you. He did really good with that. He's, he did. He, Yeah. Yeah, it was like a master class. Yeah, he did really good with he that. Was it was amazing. Again, yeah. kind of showing you like in in the moment you're like, man, this this Armand guy, he's got his shit together. He really does. Like, yeah. wow. He really does. Yeah. Go but, off. So so basically, you know, Shane is okay. He's like, all right. He's like pissed, but he's like, I guess so. Right. But he like wanted, like, he wanted Armand to like like coddle him and like basically be like oh my god let's make it up to you we fucked up like and so i so armand didn't want to admit and it was funny because it was it kind of it was like two alpha males one with street smarts and one who's just on an ego trip spoiled baby it was like an alley cat versus a house cat i'm done look at the (laughs) i'm done these metaphors 
these similes. Like, I'm like, what? Like, the there was a level that Armand was like, yeah, I see you and I hear you and I understand, yeah. but also fuck you. Right. No, you know? you're right. You're right. Absolutely. <laughs> because he was like, you're going to just stay in that room and you're going to like it and you're right. going to be happy because you're in your fucking honeymoon and it's still a beautiful room. Right. So stop complaining. Right. Does he stop complaining? He never no. stops complaining. He fixates. He fixates. So trip. we're going to stop there. Okay. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to the couple that's the family. So there's a beautiful family, beautiful, white, cliche, rich, white family. Uh, the Mossbackers, right? The Mossbackers. There's Nicole, the mom, who is the CFO of Poof, which is this like bougie, like Caucasian brand. I'm thinking when she says Poof, does that exist? Does it no, exist? Okay. Uh-uh. You know what I think it is? That Gwyneth Paltrow company. Goop. Goop. Oh my God. Was that not it? Was that not it? Was it not it? Goop. Yeah. So it was called Poof, right? Same yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Shame shit. So she's the CFO of that. Her husband's like, oh, whatever. He doesn't talk about what he does no, for a living. No, he never got into it. What does I it think matter? he might be a trust fund kid too. Yeah, they have because money. Because he has money. Yeah. You know, because he bought, he bought those braces with his own money. Remember right, that? He said that right. $75,000 bracelets, whatever. Right. We'll talk about that. <laughs> and then the daughter, Olivia, who's brought her best friend, Paula, who's. A BIPOC. She's a, a black indigenous person of color. We don't quite know what Paula is. She was she very... Doesn't, she doesn't talk about it. No, and she, you can't tell. But I mean, yeah. she's Yeah, she's girl. ambiguous, guys. She she's like ambi- Moana, she's, IRL. She, she does. She's, yeah. ethnic, she's ethnically ambiguous. That's like right. the term because biracial, whatever you want to say, right? And then she brings her... Yeah, she brings her friend Paula, who's that, and then her little brother Quinn, who's this 16-year-old white kid that's obsessed with, like, video games and... and Addicted to porn. And fucking beating his meat. So (laughs) that family comes to stay on the island. They bring them to their hotel... Uh, they're your triple. They're your typical family, right? Um, the mom is this obsessive, compulsive. She's cleaning. She's reorganizing the room as she's soon as she gets working in. The whole time she's working the whole time. She's gonna zoom with China. She makes a big fuss over it. The the the, the, so, the girls are they're 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 sophomores in college, right? Right. So they're pretty young. They're pretty young, but they're both these like, att- like they both are like constantly reading these like fucking like. I mean, philosophy they're, books they're and shit. They're extremely smart. They're really smart and kids. And they, they see the world exactly for what it is, which is, I think, to- Gen Z's vibe down. True, true. Like, they don't, they don't, sh- they don't, they, they haven't had a sugar-coated world. Yeah. Like us millennials did. Like right. Like, the, the veil is off for them. It's been off, you know, and... They filmed this show last year in the in the fall, so I think it was very on pulse with like how Gen Z is feeling about everything. everything yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I love how they related. They related all that like to real times, Cause right? Because when she was talking about like, she was like. She's like, um, he's gonna go do a, he's gonna go have a bukkake with like the pot, with like <laughs> yeah. the dolphin pods or something. Like that. I was like, this bitch is hilarious. Like, what the fuck? And mind you, the mother is completely oblivious. Like, she acts like she's interested in like their kids and her kids' lives and like yeah. knows what's up. But your daughter's literally telling you your son is gonna go get come on by like a bunch of different dolphins. Yeah, and you're, and like, you're like, okay, okay, right. <laughs> Okay, so I have to zoom with China, whatever. You know what I mean? And like, she's a smart ass. Like, they're both super smart asses the entire time. Right. Like, you know, like she, they, they like. So also, like, which I lived for is that like each couple, each like the family, the couple, the person, they're all like judging each other. Yeah. Like they're talking shit about each other. So like the family's talking shit about the couple. Right. You know, and the, the couple's talking about because shit about the family. Rachel Patton is a journalist yeah. or a, a pseudo journalist because she hadn't worked in like nine months because she was 
planning her wedding. Right. Must be nice. Um, but she knew who Miss Mossbacher was. I yeah. guess she had profiled her. Yeah. Before for being, you know, the, the CFO. And she approached her daughters at the pool on the first day and was like, oh, my God, is that your mom? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, loser, yeah. get away from yeah, us, you yeah, know? And yeah. they meet. And then, and that's, I think, when we see um, Rachel's insecurities come yes. out. Because from the outside looking in, you you see her as this, like, Caucasian woman. Like, wow, she's so lucky. Like, yeah. she's beautiful. She, like, bagged this rich husband. Yeah. They seem they're super in love. And all it took was to be, like, sassed by two sophomore 19-year-old girls, yeah. probably, yeah. for her to completely unfold and be like... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. It made me feel really bad about myself and like what am I doing with my life? Yeah. And it was so like I I know so many people like that. Right. You know, especially there was one person I worked with recently at work. She doesn't work with us anymore that I was like, oh my God, that is her. Really? You know, she was like this it was like this old manager we had. She was dating a guy who was like gonna be her meal ticket. Okay. She was also licensed. To be an esthetician, or okay. she was an esthetician, and but she sucked. Ah, she was terrible, uh-huh. terrible. I mean, she. Oh I God. found out through the grapevine that she had applied at. I'm not going to name names, but like, yeah. pretty much this place, this chain that like takes anyone. Yeah, and they didn't want her. Oh, bitch. Well, she sucked. So, yeah, but she would see us like doing our thing yeah. and like making money and doing well for ourselves and being like. <sighs> I want that too. And I'm like, girl. Yeah, but with but, this, with but this anyways, rate, we're yeah, getting with, off topic. We're getting with off topic. Rachel, but. though, she literally, I, I was also like rooting for her to wake up because right. it just literally, she, I mean, when I tell you she watched her husband literally obsess and whine right. and have a tantrum about the room. And it got so bad. Like, it's just, she just, and she didn't say. She had this moment where she was like, what am I doing? Who did I get married to? Who did I get married to? Right. Like, he's a complete fucking spoiled baby. Right. You know? And so anyways, so that's a little bit of virals because she's feeling insecure. And then she's realizing she married a fucking dumbass. Right, spoiled and, baby. Yeah, right. and he's and rich so, as fuck. He just—he's just one of those white men that have gotten everything they've ever on, wanted their whole he's life. A, he's been on a lifelong ego trip, literally. We've so it's seen like you can imagine that type of white man. There's no way I would be able to stand that. So, so okay. So that's a little bit about the couple. It's a little bit about the family. Yeah. Let's talk about Tanya. Tanya, aka Stifler's mom. Shout out to <laughs> AKA her, aka Jennifer Coolidge. Yes, the legend. She's amazing. She, in my opinion. I think was like the breakout star of the show. What do you mean breakout star? She's Stifler's mom. Not not breakout. Okay, but she she made the show. Her antics made the show. I know it was all encompassed for me. It was everyone as a team. Like (laughs) everything, everything molded. Because the thing is, they all kind of they all kind of like got into each other's lives. I mean, the fact that like the couple ended up being on the boat when she was trying to spread her mother's ashes. (laughs) So yeah. So, So so it's her story. She she came She's to Hawaii. She's a rich white woman. White white woman. Yeah, Single, older, probably fifties, past her childbearing years. Exactly, but not like old yet. Right. And she has her mother's ashes. Right. She's. I don't know how. She's someone who you look at. You're like, how do you get out of bed every morning? Because they're so dumb, but also so smart. Yeah. Because I was <laughs> like, I was. She was actually. 
reading herself too, like so many (laughs) times. So anyways, so let's just fast forward. She's this type of person, right? She um, has has her mother's ashes. She's there right. to kind of like commemorate her mother. She's she wants to like toss her mother's ashes into the into ocean. the ocean. So that's her story, okay? And right away, <laughs> she just like is this like already when the when she goes and she lands on the island, she's like, "Has anybody? Ha- I need a massage." Like right away, I'll take anything, I'll take anything. And then of course, Belinda. Shout out to Belinda. Belinda, right? Who is she is the spa manager, but she and the show, but in real life, she's um she from the show Natasha Insecure. Rothwell from Insecure. There you she's go. Kelly. From Kelly Insecure, from Insecure. Yeah. Which I love Kelly. Oh, she played the role out. She played the fuck out of this role. I mean, the patience. The like she handled herself so expertly with these type of people. Like she like right. knows how to deal with these rich She's, people. You know? She definitely had Armand vibes in the sense that like Right away, you know, like, oh, my God, she has been in this industry for a long time. Yep. She is a master of her craft. She knows She knows exactly what she's doing. Right. So right away, she is like, you know, Tanya becomes fixer. Well, she tells her that the spa is completely booked for the day. Right. And and, and I knew right away. Yeah. I knew. (laughs) Oh, bitch, you already know. (laughs) I was like. She's playing her like a fiddle. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. And she's like, we're totally booked. And she's like, oh. Tanya's like, I'll take anything. anything. Yeah. I, you know, so, I'll take a wrap. I could, you know, it doesn't have to be deep tissue. And she's like, you know what? Come to the spa later. Right. Let me see what I can Let do for you. Let me see what I can do for you. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> let's just fa- let's just give her the cliff okay. notes, right? So Tanya becomes up fixated with Belinda because Belinda kind of gives her this treatment. She does this like, <laughs> like this like chant for with oh, her. Listen, she like loves it. She's at like, the core, this to me, this was a perfect example of like human needs and like what we need. What we need is to be seen and to be heard. Yeah. She literally put Tanya in a robe, sat her down, and was like. What's Tell me team? everything that's wrong. Yeah. And Tanya was like, well, yeah, everything's just falling apart. And, and she, she, she gave her what she, she lightly needed. rubs her head. Yeah. Like barely touches her <laughs> and like starts to say, and then she like singing to her in Sanskrit. Right. I love And when mind. I tell you that Tanya was on a cloud, bitch, <laughs> she was like, oh, but she becomes so fixated. Sure with enough, her. she leaves. She, when Tanya, she's like, Mind you, Belinda's on the phone booking all these appointments. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want a facial and yeah. a wrap? Sure, I can fit you in at yeah. three o'clock. Yeah, come on down. And Tanya's like, not even. She's so she's out like, of she's it. Like, I love you. She hands her like I, what looks like two two hundred dollar bills. Yeah. Yeah, I love you. I love you. I'll be back yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, and she's just like, ah, uh-huh, yeah, bitch, yeah, yeah, bye, bye. Uh-huh. So, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so basically, the long story short is that though she becomes so fixated on her, she only wants to do services with her. Right. She becomes. She's like, you've changed my life. You've you've cured me, bitch. You Which, you. Op- that is what I do. Okay. <laughs> At, that, literally, I was like Becky. I know you feel really seen <laughs> when it comes to Belinda, right? And then she's like, but she gets. But the thing is, though, she gets so fixated on her, right? And she becomes so enamored by her but she just like she's like you should open your own wellness center i'll fund it right. i will pay for it right which as a woman of color is it's like when there's no one on. to fund you and you got to do it on your own come that on is like at that point you're like all right this isn't a game anymore exactly like, this person really likes and me she and i'm wouldn't gonna drop take her it. seriously she wouldn't drop it though my right. thing because remember she tried to play it off in the beginning like oh bitch <laughs> yeah you're right i should you're right right and she's like no i'm serious let's get into business so, of course, she gets her fucking hopes all up. Right. 
to like only, you know, right. and it's like, come on, right. you know? So on Belinda's journey, not not Belinda, Tanya's journey, yeah. the, the, this woman who has her mother's ashes, she is at the resort and she's, she charters a boat. And mind you, at this point, Belinda's like, I'm going to, if she tells me to go with her or yeah. she's she me, me to jump, jump I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. Exactly. I'm going to do whatever the fuck this bitch tells me because I need this money. I want to make my own wellness song. Right. Remember her son was on the phone, calls her right. and was like, mom, you do whatever this white lady says. Right. We, we need this for you. Right. Exactly. So of course, Belinda's like, this is my ticket out of here. Right. You know? So she, yeah. So this is just one story guys. So, so I don't, obviously we'll we will be here all night right, if we right. talk about every talk single about- little bit. So also with the family, um, the Mossbackers or whatever the fuck their name is, uh, Paula is Olivia's friend. So she's the BIPOC, ethnic, ambiguous, beautiful young girl. She starts to get a little crush on one of the cute, you know, Hawaiian boys the named waiters. Kai, one of the waiters. They're doing the little flirty eyes. Olivia, her best friend, sees it. She is catching all the tea. Mind you, I thought it was very strange how she just wouldn't tell her friend. She's like, oh, he's cute, bitch. Like, oh, look at that yeah. man. She was very secretive about sharing that with her friend. Right. I didn't catch that right away because also to the other storyline with these two friends is they're both like heavy into drugs. Oh, yes. There's, they have a backpack, a green backpack that's literally stuffed with no. pills, Let's, no. weed, the, the fact ketamine, that they didn't poetry. remember they had all this because they were like on the bo- beach. They're like... Oh, I wish I had drugs. And they're right. like, wait, bitch, I have weed. She's like, here. She's like, oh, I have my bong. Oh my God, I have some K. Right. Oh my God, I have pills. It just kept going. So at that point for me, I, I wasn't surprised that it had it, I hadn't picked up on the storyline yet that uh-huh. Paula was withholding that information about her and this guy with her friend. Oh, you didn't catch that. I, I To me, I was like, She's, they're just both on drugs and oh. don't even remember that they have drugs oh, on them. So okay. they're just a, it's a weird dynamic to begin nah, with. Bitch, I clocked that. Cause I'm like, if you're out, if you're out on your vacation with your girl and you with your family, you're going to want to be like, bitch, look at that. Oh, he's so cute. Bitch. True. You're you right. know what I mean? Like you'd be like, Oh bitch, do you see him over there? Mm. Yeah. You're so right. we find out. So basically Paula goes at night, sneaks out to go see Kai, the little waitress boy which I can relate with very much. Okay. <laughs> Your girls had some fun on some vacations. So, and it's a bitch. When I tell you it's cute, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like to be on an, on an Island and have a romantic, like it was very cute. Bitch. He was really cute. Oh, he fine, yeah. bitch. That body, bitch. I was like, Ooh. Body. body. Okay. So she goes. And so Olivia, her friend like goes, she's like spying on her. She like catches her. We find out the tea is that, the reason she doesn't tell her best friend is that her friend is one of those girls that wants everything that she has. Right. And feels entitled to it. Almost like I should have that bitch. Right. You know? And so she, we kind of get a backstory that... Like she's happy for her until she has more than her. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So we find yeah. out that she had also stolen... Or tried to or, at least, right? There was some kind of situation Trevor. where Paula was dating a guy... Named Trevor. Named Trevor. Yeah. And... Her friend, what's her, what's her name? Olivia. Olivia stole her. Yeah, or like, like hit on him, him and or like tr- fucked yeah, him like, and probably fucked him. Probably, probably fucked hooking him. up. Yeah, you know, yeah. which is behind her friend's back, which is so fucked up. Can you imagine no. having a friend like that? No, bitch. You know what that reminded me of? God, immediately. What? I'm not gonna say it names, but like we have a friend that did that. Remember? 
Oh yeah. God. Remember that yeah. tea? I, you guys, I can't tell the name, but we have a friend that we know that she kind, went through a similar situation. situation. Yeah. Her, like she her best friend caught her best friend making out with her man. Yeah. At the club. At, in Didn't front even of- have the nerve to be like, let me get his number on the side. Yeah. Text him to come over in front of absolutely her. shameless. Shameless. Yeah. But I also but, feel like, no, but like that type of woman, that type of woman. I hate to generalize, but I feel like that's just not a, those are not stories you really hear with like women of color. No girl. You know what I mean? Oh, we like, don't do that shit. We don't. Like we we've don't. had, we've had it where like, you know, me and my one girl, like we'll be like, oh, I hooked up with him. She'll be like, oh shit, I did too. Like, it's like one of those right, accidental, right. like we didn't know. Like, oh girl, that was exactly. a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? And then right. like, it's like accidental. It's not or on like purpose. With Tinder, like you right. swipe right on a guy who like your friend, you find out your friend went on a date with too. Exactly. Right. Like whatever. Fucked him. And then you're like, oh bitch, really? My bad. Like, right. bye. Because the thing is that's happened to me where like one dude was like hitting on me at the, like at the studio and I found out that dude, like one of the other instructors was obsessed yeah. boots with him and like was, that was like her, her yeah. main squeeze. And I was like, oh bitch, he's been in my DMs. Like he's been like on it. Like, sorry, but come yeah. get your nigga. Like I was like, here you go. Look what I found in my DMs. And I walked away from it because I'm not that bitch. Right. I'm just not that bitch. But anyways, so this is the type of bitch that she is. Right. And then so we see in the episode later, she tries to fucking talk. She she went, she goes up and talks yeah, to Kai. She does. She's like batting her eyes. And then and then he tells Paula. Right. He's like, your homegirl ain't shit. Right. He's like, she was trying to holler at me. Right. And then Paul is just like, are you fucking kidding me? This is just what, and she's like, this is just what she does. Right. This is just what she does, which is horrible. Right. So that kind of fed fuel, I think, to Paula's, you know. In, Discontent un- with right. her friend. And like, like, what the fuck? And her family, really, right. honestly. So yeah, so as this goes on. She, she starts just, to have like this realization, like, okay, like. This girl is not as woke as she says right, she is. Right. You know, she's coming after my man. Then there's like conversations that they have at the dinner table with the father who like oh. well even her in the first episode when uh, so uh, the little brother who's addicted to porn, they make him <laughs> they make so there's like a galley kitchen. Oh yeah. And they make him sleep in the galley kitchen and her mom comes out like, "Why is he sleeping? Why is Quinn in the galley kitchen?" She's like, "Mom, Paula's gonna wake up in the middle of the night. He's gonna be fucking jerking off to her. Like she does. Like he. She doesn't want to deal with that. And she's like, "Well, Paula, you do have a beautiful body. I know, right? What? <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god. Which I mean, which I end up. I end up living for Quinn, who's right. the son of Mas, Quinn Mossbacher. But also, I love that the show did not sugarcoat his situation at, at all. all. At like all. it was truly. I was like shocked that I was not shocked in a bad way, but more so like I didn't expect. They it. really went there. Yeah, and I didn't expect they it. They really went there because there are so many people. Not just in this country, but like in the world who are addicted to porn, you know, just pulling up on their phone and that's, they're like obsessed. That's oh, all bitch, they can do. I mean, do. that's like whatever. Like, bitch, we all do that. No, I know. But like he, it was so bad for him that he couldn't control himself. Was, was it that bad though? Yeah. He was, remember he was on the beach. He, so it was at night at, by himself, yeah, bitch. I would have done the public. same thing. You're in public. Bitch, it's, a, it's a federal I've beach. It. I've done it. <laughs> all right, guys. I, I was Quinn on the beach watching porn, beat my meat. Are you kidding me? What? Look at that view by myself. Bitch, I've done it. I've done it. Well, just be careful. Because remember that couple in Florida? 
that got like they went to jail for having sex on the beach. Literally, but it was like during the day. Listen, when you're and there were like little kids running around. Oh shit! Actually, no, I I didn't do it when there was kids around. (laughs) I did it at night. I did. You guys having sex on the beach is not the tea that you would think. It's actually quite uncomfortable. The sand gets in your pussy and, and the dick, and then, then having sex with that, no lube. You dry boots with all yeah. that fucking the sand in the water and yeah. shit. It's actually I not a cute that. time. It's it's romantic. It sounds that way. Oh my god, we fucked on the beach. You could but making out on the beach is cute. I mean, little like ass getting play, fingered on the beach. <laughs> little finger play, little ass play, a little you know, oh. you know, in the ocean because you know why you're in the water, but right, at the right. same time, you know. Fish is, you know, a oh my fish god, fish is not gonna go in your pussy, bitch. I know, but I mean, fish bitch, is want nothing to do with your pussy, who, bitch. I've, <laughs> I've literally fucked in the ocean, so like it's fine, you know what I mean? Like, I no, but just like whatever's in the water going inside you and shit. I, when you're in the moment, it's natural, yeah, when you're in the moment, you're gonna get <laughs> listen, bitch. When I tell you, I had my cup in and everything, oh my god, I pulled that bitch out and said, let's go, okay, where did um, it go? Did you, I held on to it, bitch. Say, bitch. Are you polluting in the <laughs> <laughs> what happened You're to Captain Planet? Planet? <laughs> She's a hero. <laughs> Not gonna take pollution out of zero with that cup in the water, bitch. No, there's a turtle who swallowed <laughs> <laughs> menstrual cup. <laughs> That's so sick. It's That's so <laughs> gross. No, bitch. I, bitch. No. <laughs> if you guys are like, what the fuck? Sorry, but like a menstrual cup is a way. It's like a. It's if you guys don't know what a menstrual cup, it's like literally the diva cup. It's, it's a diva, diva cup. cup. Yeah, it's to hold your when you have your period. So uh, it holds it holds your blood. So when I tell you, I if you want up, a really good description of how it works, watch Alana Glazer's stand up. Oh, really? Not Gla- what's her real last name? No, that's her last name. For oh, real. yeah, yeah. Her stand in her. Stand- Stand up yeah. on Amazon Prime. She has a whole bit on her cup. Really? And she goes. Okay, there. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna watch it. Uh huh. Speaking of, sorry guys, tangent. Bitch, I watched um, fa- false negative. I haven't watched it. That's it her. Good? Um, it looks kind of lame. Bitch, it is like I wasn't. I was not okay after the movie. Were you was scared? Done. It was weird. Really? And it was a role I never expected from Alana. Alana's trying this whole like serious. It's like dark horror. It's like a a weirdly it's like okay. a horror but like not quite boogeyman horror. It's like the, okay. the, it's like the I don't want to tell the plot guys, but like yeah, Alana plays like this like woman that's has Brosnan in it, isn't yes. it, right? Oh yeah, okay. he's the bad guy. Oh wow. Yeah. When I it's it's strange, guys. I don't know if I would recommend to watch it to be honest. I want you Becky to watch okay. it. I really do. And maybe we'll talk about it in the show. Okay. But it's weird. Okay. You know what? You should watch it because it's okay. you like stuff that's super like showing shit how it really is. Right. It shows it. I want you to watch it. Okay, I watch it. I do. It. Yeah. False positive. Keep watching um, it's, it's, episode, guys. Yeah, it's on it's on Hulu. <laughs> it's on Hulu. So but yeah, anyways. So what with him though, what I lived for was because the thing is like low key, I like felt very connected to Quinn. Like I what because I I was him. Like not well. Also Rick Dog. Rick Rick Dog stayed in Hawaii. He he didn't leave. Oh. He went to Hawaii and pulled the Quinn and stayed Are there. Are you serious? Yes. Oh yes. My God. So long story short, I mean like we'll just give you like he's not his story's not that deep. We could just kind of wrap yeah. him up. So he Quinn is this kid. He's sixteen years old. 
He sleeps on, he goes to sleep on the beach because the, the girls are in the room. They're like, get the fuck out of here. We don't want you in here. He goes, he starts sleeping on the beach. He starts becoming like one with nature. He starts seeing like yeah. the, the, the whales at night and like coming up it in the morning. It was actually really, it was really dope because what happened was, so he slept the first night in the kitchen. It was terrible. He like couldn't breathe or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so the second night they had, they, the family got into a fight about it and yeah. the, the, his sister, Olivia was like, go sleep on the beach then. And he yeah. fucking did he it. He does it. Yeah. He did yeah. it. And so, and he gets there and he's like, this is kind of dope. Right. Which it is kind of It's dope. amazing. He's, he literally sees a humpback whale swimming in the ocean. It was like yeah. this beautiful scene. He falls asleep. Yeah. He wakes up though. I guess he didn't know about high tide. Yes. High tide comes. He left his, Everything. iPad and his, his phone, iPhone, his PlayStation thing, whatever the fuck. It washed away. Yeah. And he loses his ever loving mind. Like he, and it literally, and it was funny because I saw that and I was like, you know, this is, this is exactly what happens. Like people, their cell phone gets lost on vacation and like they just snap. Like, all that literally yeah. that's all that's standing between them and a total breakdown is yeah. losing their phone. Yeah. And he this is what happens to him and he's like begging his mother yeah. and sister to borrow their phone. He borrows his dad's phone for he, like a day. A day, yeah. right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. You know, so, so basically for him though, he he falls in love with Hawaii, right? right. He ends up meeting this what group there of was guys, a group that, of guys yeah. that would come and go paddle paddleboarding. He joins their group. Right. He fall, he, so he, and mind you, he doesn't have friends back at home. He's kind of like a loner. Like you know, they were taking they they talked were, about yeah, that. they talked about that. So he didn't have friends here. He found this group of guys. He's like friendly with. He's excited. He's he he exercising. Be, he's exercising. He literally he wakes like, up at like the crack of dawn to go right. paddling with them. Right, and so they love. Love him. They love him, which I thought was so cute. You know, I was like, oh, they accept him. They're like, you know, he ends up like wanting to stay on the island. Like yeah. he fucking wants to stay. And then his story is when they're when they are about to leave, he ends up le- he ends up staying. Like he like they're in line to go um, board their planes. He stays back, and at the end we see him paddleboarding them. So that's his story. He's right. he's really pretty like you know, the cut and dry in that sense. But I loved it because I related with him so much in that sense. <laughs> also, I would travel alone all the time back. I was one of those. I was him. I yeah. was upset. I had my GoPro. You were watching I had porn on the beach, bitch. Watching porn on the beach, bitch. <laughs> Jealous, jealous much? You mad though, bro? You mad though? I'm upset. Yeah, it was. A, listen, very like I would be. I had my iPad. I would have my phone. Yeah. I would have my GoPro. I because for me, I was by myself, and then I also used I Snapchatted everything I did when I was mm-hmm. by myself. Um, so it became a thing. So I was one of those people too. But I also took the time also, to enjoy like, the nature. I also feel on the other end of it. I was reading the an interview that the writer of the show did and yeah. he was talking about how a lot of people are conflicted about Quinn's story. How so? Because it, they feel like he's just another colonizer who's like oh, realizing really? yeah, like realizing like life back home isn't what, you know, in the suburbs isn't what it is. It's not uh-huh. real. And he comes to this like authentic place and uh-huh. feels authentic connection, not just with the land, but with the people, Yeah, you know? And it's like, is he like, what, what is that? You know, what does that mean? Like, why uh-huh. is like, is he just another like white person coming to like, you know, take over again, you know, like that's really? conflicting too. I, I don't know. I know? felt like Dylan was going to be, not Dylan, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Quinn was just going to be a dude that ends up like, and this is, mind you, like Ricky was saying like, oh, he, give him a month. He's going to go back home. Like, because <laughs> Ricky was like, I was, 
I was quit. Like I literally did that. Like I came you for know, a wedding and I didn't go home for like a month or two, ran out of money. And then I had to go home. You know right. what I'm saying? But like, I can understand the colonizer angle, but I do feel a little bit more like you where I do like his story. Like I feel like he, to, to, to see a young kid be like, yeah. I don't need a cell phone. Right. He completely Why am I in school? Phone. Yeah. This is totally feeding my soul. And like, Making me feel more alive than I've ever felt in right. my entire life. So it's like, I don't know. I think it's just all in like how, I think it depends on like how you move through things. Yeah. Like how authentic is your intention True. to doing something and like being somewhere. Right. And with him, his intention really was like I super so. authentic. For sure. Like he literally was like, fuck my family. Because remember yeah. too, so Quinn's dad, Mr. Mossbacher, he's having like this existential crisis. <sighs> Because right. he finds out that his dad was a homosexual and had died from AIDS. Um, and okay, wait, what? Well, he was on the down low. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. Like okay. he was a homosexual. Well, he was well, he living was like, his life. Let's just break it had, down a little bit more. A, he yeah. had a double. He life. had a double life. Yeah, he had a double yeah. life. He had his yeah. family, and then he had his. Yeah. Because he, he also he also probably relationships with men. Or yes, something? he had sex with men. He was on the down low. Um, I don't that way that in a sense it's like because in a sense he didn't identify exactly because it's the thing it's like right he didn't identify because he could have been trade he could have been you know he could have been living a double well, life. It's like there's he, also this scene where his daughter Olivia finds out about it. Oh yeah. And she's like, Dad, like, what's the big deal? Like, what's yeah. wrong with being gay? Like, she doesn't get it. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, he's probably, a, he was probably no, a power like, bottom. Oh my God, he had AIDS. Like, he was probably like a bottom. Dad. Yeah, he's like, probably has a bottom and dad. She's like, but you know what? That's, that's not a bad thing, you know? Yeah, like, she's like, he doesn't even be he, femme. He could be like a femme dom bottom, like a bossy bottom. And right. his, she's like a power and bottom. And her dad was looking at her like, horrible <laughs> like she was speaking all the lingo of like the gay community to him in that sense my. and he was just looking at her like fucking like terrified like what is my what is my daughter saying right now my shout out to the bossy bottoms of the world so yeah so basically shout out to the bossy bottoms shout out to the power bottoms and the bossy bottoms but so yeah so basically um the dad's Ricky loved the dad, by the way. He, like, felt... He was, like, he's fucking hilarious. He was really funny. He was funny. Yeah, yeah he was also um, on national security with, like, Martin Lawrence, the actor. Yeah. Like, he was... This actor is hilarious. In the... Like, literally in the second... In the first... In the first Steve episode... Steve Zahn. It's Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Thank I you. I loved him in Riding in Cars with Boys. Oh, cute. Cute. Remember He's her? played in everything. He's yes. so... His... Like, his... Listen, He's his IMDb is sickening, right? Yeah. So in the but in the first episode, like within the first like few minutes of the ep- like with a few you know minutes of the show, you see his balls and dick. Oh, you Wait, see do his you balls. Think that was his real dick? I don't know. It seemed really. It seemed stiff. fake. It looked fake. Yeah, to me. yeah. But if it was, shout out to him. Or he probably had a um a dick double. You know that, right? Oh my god, that's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. So like, uh, like our um actors will have like ass bo- ass doubles, oh or so god. you think you're seeing like like J Lo's body when she was probably like in Hustlers. Wait. That was she had a double. No, you're lying yeah. to me. No, I'm serious. They have she doubles. had a body double in Hustlers. Every, most actors do. I would say probably ninety five. Oh my god, I feel deceived. Bitch, well, they make them that good so that way you think it's their body. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Here I was being like, yeah. mind you, yes. not not every actor. Like if you go on HBO and you see the the actor and your yeah, titties yeah, yeah. and ass and pussy or whatever, oh that's them. But. If you see it where like you see the body and maybe not their face or it's like on the side or behind. Jayla was like at her most fit when she. She also. Listen, they don't pay her enough to show 
her real, you know, and stuff. You know what I mean? Halle Berry had her titties out at, at one point in a movie. Right. What was that like? Um, Monster Hot Monsters Ball. Ball. So some actors will do that, but if you guys see like. If it's like trying to hide, it, it, most it likely like behind, there's a double. Yeah, right. you know. Yeah, I was um t- uh, Taraji P Henson's body double one time. Really? On Empire? Yeah. Oh my god! Because mm-hmm. she was trying. She was supposed to drive a car, and they don't. Oh, have I it. remember that. Yeah. So when I had to put her Escalade. Yeah, I was. I was driving a 2000 to like 19 at the she time. Like so Escalade. Cute. She was in a fur, white fur. Coat. Oh, bitch! I was in a fur. I had her wig on. <laughs> I and literally like the wig cost like they were like, bitch, give us that. We don't care about anything else. That wig needs to come back. To it was like her oh personal god. wig. Oh my god! It was like it was like Cookie's personal wig. So that was her That's wig. I was so wearing. Dope. So like they they were like literally like upset about finding me they're like where's where's the double <laughs> we need her wig now they like snatched my they like oh my snatched God. my snatching wig i was i was literally on state street and they haven't <laughs> even wrapped me out yet and i was snatched my wig was snatched <laughs> i was out here with the fucking hairnet on i was like damn you can't even wait till we get to the fucking trailer like, like no that one video that went viral of there was like a drag queen beauty pageant in brazil uh-huh and like the winner she's being interviewed and she's got her crown on and like uh-huh. this other drag queen comes snatches. and like snatches. yes Snatch. that was literally <laughs> i was team snatched my wig right the fuck off so anyways <laughs> let's get back to the show so basically guys uh i want to talk about i want to go back to the couple we have we can't we have to go back to the couple we have to yeah. break them in a little bit more so when it comes to Rachel Patton, right? She's married to Shane. He's a spoiled rich guy, right? Right. She basically starts to realize, like, slowly but surely, you know, she has a she has a conversation with Nicole Mossberger. She, like, pulls her aside. She's like, oh, my God, I love you. I think you're so inspiring. And the girl is just like, oh, my God. Okay, they have a really cute conversation in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. basically, she basically tells her, like, hey, don't give up your career for this man. You know what I'm saying? You don't know. Like, you signed a prenup. If things go bad, you're ass out of here. So you should still, True. you should got to, you got to keep your money going, you know, or your own shit. But then it flips on her because she's like, by the way, what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a journalist. And she's like, really? What did you write? She's like, oh, I, I wrote a piece on you. And then she's like, oh, bitch, that was trash. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, And she, she like reads not- her for filth. And mind you, it was a puff piece. Too, yeah. Which I Googled it afterwards and it's supposed to be like a piece. Like a of- BuzzFeed piece, right? No, like- it's more so like an article that like... Put paint someone in like an extremely positive light. Like you are in your stand-up being like, oh, uh, but she she didn't like she it. Didn't like it. She's she like she's like, like you it. guys basically made it seem like I didn't work really hard to get to where I was at. Whatever. So she basically like tells her, and then so it goes from like this high <laughs> note to she's like, have a nice vacation, bitch. And she was like, yeah. okay, you too. And then she like walks Which away. Made her feel even worse about right. Herself. So so she's already feeling like oh by my by this time, you know Shane's kind of he kind of like. Starts, he starts talking about how beautiful she is and she his, you know his behavior towards her is like a, another like master class and like guys who th- who think they're such nice guys yeah but they are so in love with the surface level version of you right that you feel so utterly alone in that relationship yeah you know like it's just you you, you can be like having a meltdown and they'll, they'll look at you and be like oh you're well, hot. What's going on? Like, I want to fuck you. Yeah, like, yeah, let's, do you want to go to lunch? You yeah, know, like, yeah. He doesn't actually hear, like, anything. No. She, she's, like, pouring her heart out to him. Like, she's having this, like, crisis about her career. And he's like, you're rich now. You don't have to have a career. And then, guys, then. So, <laughs> mind you, this is all happening, right? And as the timeline goes on, 
he's constantly complaining about the room still. He's basically... It's like all he can talk about. That's He's obsessed. He makes Armand, which is the... He makes Armand the spot, the, the hotel manager's life, a living fucking hell. Keeps bringing up the room. Brings it up so much that his mother ends up coming on the show. He, she <laughs> okay, shows so, up. No, we got to backtrack why Armand also gets on his high horse. So, well, not a high horse, but so Armand is becoming increasingly frustrated oh, with God. this guy, right? And somehow the girls that were on the beach, so this is like where it all, the storyline all crashes together. together. Yeah, they all come in So together. the girls are on the beach getting high. Yeah. They're doing like ASMR to each other while they're high. I know you live for that. Baby. Oh my God, it was my favorite scene. Yeah. But <laughs> Becky's obsessed with ASMR. Anyways, continue. So they leave their bag on the beach. Oh yeah. And Tanya McQuad finds, you know, she has, she, she gives it to one of the like beach boys and like, Oh, go give it to so-and-so yeah. put in the lost and found. So Armand is right. in charge of the lost and found. And right. so in this scene, we find out he is like a recovering, like alcoholic and like a reco- like addict, bitch. Add- yeah. like, he, yeah, he was an yeah. addict. So he opens up the bag to try to identify like, well, whose bag is this? I can yeah. return it. And he has like literally this smorgasbord of drugs literally pills his k fucking weed everything everything. like anything you can think of it was like a it was like a party bag party bag yeah literally and he it's sitting on his desk in his private office and he's like holy and mind you he had just got into an argument with dude so he's kind of having this moment where like do i know what i'm doing yeah which again someone who's worked in the service industry for many many years you could be at the top of your game, but right. you could have that one customer who makes you question everything. Yeah. And makes you be like, am, what, am I doing this right? Like yeah. that imposter syndrome kind of yeah. kicks in, which I can imagine is only times a thousand when you're a recovering addict, you know, True. like to have that self doubt. True. And so basically, Armand goes on a bender. Oh, dude. <laughs> so he starts to take the drugs. He starts to take the girls' as drugs and then, you know, mind you, the girls are freaking out. They're trying to find this fucking bag. They're like, where's the bag? They ask him a couple times about it. He lies. He says he doesn't see it. He knows, obviously, he has the bag. He's taking the drugs. The girls are smart. I will give you. They're smart as fuck. They know the tea. They're like, this nigga's fucking getting high off right. our shit. So, um, yeah, so you're right. Yeah, so absolutely. Because... Not only is that happening, you know, simultaneously, he's he's got these, he's taking all these drugs. He's also got this fucking guy in his ear every two minutes right. complaining about the room. He also gets, Mr. Patton gets his, why do I keep saying Mr.? I don't, I forget their first name. Shane. Shane. Shane gets his mom's travel agent. Yeah. On the line, who apparently is like this monster of a person. Right. And, you know... Builds him up even more. He yep. starts threatening, like, I want to talk to your boss, your boss, boss. No, literally, literally, he's getting annoyed by this guy who's constantly fucking obsessed about right. the room. And then he's taking the drugs. Um, at one point, you know, he's on a bender. He is hitting on his, like, worker, his, his, his worker, right? Who's this cute little surfer white boy. Literally at one point, you know, Armand, um, Shane Patton walks in on them like he's eating his ass and shit. And they're like, that shit, bitch, I died. I fucking died. So to fuck with Shane, he calls his mom 
And like, uh-huh. and like Shane seems very upset. Yeah. Like I basically tell her, like, I think you should come. come. Yeah. And so the mom, comes. their mom, his mom drops in on his honeymoon yes. trip, which is like, it doesn't get come any, on, guys. What the that fuck? Is like, <laughs> she, Rachel is just like the the wife. She's just like sta- like she's like can't even believe it. No. And she and the thing is like she's like, am I crazy? Because right. then he's all about it. He's like, mom, mom's here. Right. And then so like he wasn't though at first. At first he was like, at first a little, like, oh, a little bit. It's game on. No, but he kind of looked at him like, you mo- like, all right, you got yeah. me, you got me. I didn't even catch that bitch. Yeah, didn't even catch little, that. It was like a tiny sliver. But then because like, then he ends up being like okay with his mom right. being well, there. He's a mommy's boy. He's a mommy's boy. She right. paid for everything. Shout out. To Shannon Elizabeth. No, not Shannon Elizabeth. Um, um, she was on fucking um, SNL. She played um, Superstar. Molly Shannon. Molly yes. motherfucking Shannon. When Shout she out to came her. on, I was like, yes. yes. Oh, I was getting my whole ever-loving <laughs> life with her. She did a, such a good job with that fucking she did. rich mom. Like, So she's like, yeah, so so Rachel's having she's this like, like this waspy, like, oh God. I'm on the board yeah. of all these different charities. charities. Yeah. And then she's just like, so basically like, you know, her, you know, Rachel's is like, Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be a trophy wife. All this nigga cares about is how hot and beautiful I am. They don't want me to work, you know, because the mom's like, You wanna get a job? Don't do that. Why are you gonna get that? That's not smart. Why are you gonna do that? Right. You have money, sweetie. Just, you know, you can just host events, you know, you can just donate to charities. You don't wanna get a job, honey. You don't wanna work for yourself. <laughs> like, she's like talking to her, like, she's like, and she's just like looking at her, like, What the f- bitch? Right. And this is just like how they live their lives. For them, it's normal. Like, these rich right. people, that's like how they live yeah. and Rachel is still this like mind you like sh- Rachel's not rich Rachel can't she like, didn't come from money she didn't come from money her mom you know Shane, Shane was an asshole and read her mom for filth when he was like your mom couldn't afford the ticket remember that she was like my mom would never come he's like well yeah because she couldn't afford the ticket to come here yeah and then he like, just kept going on with his oh life and she was like that's really fucked up and he was just like uh-huh whatever so this guy and he was like, like do back- you want to go get breakfast yeah he didn't give a fuck I was like <laughs> I can't and then like so yeah so the, that story progresses on to um Rachel realizing she's like I can't be with this man Right. You know, like I, I can't do this. She's like, I made a mis- I made a mistake. And then she she, you know. So she tells Shane how she's feeling. Yeah. And Shane's like, Oh, okay, I hear you. So he decides to plan a boat ride. No, bitch. That- no, listen. Oh, this is beforehand. This no, is beforehand. Before what? She didn't tell him about the tea. No, she did. She did. She was telling like Oh, I about just- the career though. But yeah, not but, like I want to leave. She was you. also like, no, she didn't this this was the conversation she had with him about how she had been feeling about her career right, and right, just right, right, feeling right. like, you know, a little sad and he's just not romantic. He just wants to fuck her, yeah. you know, like wasn't in it for like anything else. And he's like, I can be romantic. Yeah. You know, so Shane decides to book a boat ride, like a sunset cruise yeah. for him and Rachel. Mind you, he tells this to Armin and Mar- and Armin's at this point thinking like the war is over. But yeah. Like, Shane just rubbed him the wrong way again. Yeah. And Armin was like, all right, I'm going to fuck your life up. Yeah. So Tanya had just booked the sunset cruise for the boat so she can throw her mother's ashes out. Yep. And she tells everyone, like, I'm going to be a mess. She w- <laughs> so that's the thing. So shout out to Tani because I feel like the whole time she was very self-actualized. She was just like, I'm a mess. That's true. That's She's true. She's like, I'm a mess. She kept talking about, she, she kept describing herself as an onion. Yeah, which I and lived. Like- Her monologue about the onion. Oh my God, I lived. Because it was so real. She's, it like, was. she's like, she's like, I just want to like show people my crazy 
right away. <laughs> I don't want to do this bullshit like faking anymore. Right. I just want people to know my crazy and that way they can get it over with and they can see me for who I am. Right. right? So shout out to Tanya. I right. was living for her, for her, you know, her, she just was like, all right, yeah. this is who I am. But, but yeah, so she books so, the boat by her. She wants to book the boat. She asked Belinda, the spot manager to go with her. Right. So she's going to be a fucking mess. Armand's like, oh bitch, I'm ready. He books <laughs> the couple on the boat with her. They're thinking they're there for a private dinner. It's not like that. <laughs> literally, it's literally Ta- Tanya wants Tanya thinks that they're there just to commemorate her mom. And she's like, thank you guys for being here. And he's like, does she think that we're here for her when they were having dinner? Oh, my God. And they were seated separate. And yeah. She was like, do you guys want to come sit up here? It would be more convivial. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and the guy was Shade was just like, the fuck? He was like, try, like, what's going on? Like, yeah, like he Does was. She think so that we're here for her. <laughs> so yeah. So long story short, she and goes, I will give Rachel. She was laughing about it already. She was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious." Which, like, okay, I get it. Like, it's supposed to be a romantic cruise, but like, yeah. what a story to tell. Like, I no. know, I would live. <laughs> this is what happened on our honeymoon, guys. So yeah. So basically, she's a mess. She, she's, you know, they're there. They witness the whole mess of her on the boat trying to, you know, throw her ashes or whatever. It's a hot mess. She's guys. having a complete breakdown. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's and like, they're there to witness it. Was a drunken whore. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like. Bug-eyed, like, oh my god, she didn't love me. Yeah, she only chased the affection of men. Right, right. <laughs> She's like, I hated my mother. Like, <laughs> they're there witnessing all of that. They're all of it. The scene where she opens up the bag, so she, she she has an urn, and then the urn, there's like the plastic bag of yeah. ashes. She's about to throw the ashes out. She takes the plastic bag out. She opens the bag and talks into it. She's like, "Goodbye, mother." <laughs> I can't. I can't. It was too much. It was too much. So whatever. So they literally are on the boat. She has a complete meltdown. They witness it. They go back. They're pissed. Of of course, Shane is trying to track down Armand, you know, make his life a living hell again. You know what I mean? Whatever. So mind you, while this is all happening on the boat, on the island, Paula has realized what a sham the family she's with is, you know, and she overhears. So through the dad's existential crisis, he's spilling all this stuff to his son. Yeah. He tells his son how he cheated on his mother, which is very traumatic. Like, I know. What the fuck? And he said it so nonchalantly. Yeah. Like, he's like, like, I just want to be real with you because my dad wasn't real with me. Right. Okay. Right. (laughs) The fuck? And then you wonder why your kid's so fucked up. I know. And so... They, it becomes this whole thing. And of course, Quinn is this kid who doesn't have yeah. any like social, you know, skills yet. He's right. building that up. So in front and at breakfast one morning, he calls out his mother's bracelets. There were $75,000. Yes. It was like a, I'm sorry, gift from right. the husband. Because he cheated on and her. And mind you, Paula's ears kind of like. She hears she's, that. She's like, oh, yeah. $75,000. Yeah. For a bracelet. Because Kai had also shared with her like the history of the island, which right. mind you, I think this was like a really brilliant part of the of this show. Yeah. How he shares like the history of like colonization in Hawaii. Yeah. And like what's happened. Cause I was even like, what? But I believe it. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know. I honestly, Kim, I did not know. I've never been to Hawaii, Um, you know? So I, I, 
I, of course, went on Google and went down this, like, rabbit yeah. hole of, like, holy shit, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And so, mind you, this guy's telling Paula, like, we were robbed of our land. Like, we don't have any money. Like, I just, I work here to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. My family hates that I work here. Like, this was our land. Yeah. And they the stole. U.S. government came and took it from us. Yeah. And obviously sold it. And now it's, like, been privatized. Um, and so they had, they, yeah, she has this moment where she's like, I'm going to get those bracelets and I'm going to give it to him and he can hire a lawyer and get this land back. Well, she said that she's like, like, okay, which even I was like, that's a, that's very cute and like noble of you, but like, come on girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was, listen, her (laughs) plan, her plan ended up being, she was going to, she was going to get the, the safe's, um, password to get into the safe for the hotel the mom puts all her expensive jewelry in the safe she finds out that the bracelet is worth $75,000 one bracelet alone can buy a lawyer so the lawyer can fight for this family to get their land back from this hotel right so she tells Kai hey we're all gonna be the the hotel room will be empty at this time at three o'clock right we're going on the dive boat this is the time to hit up this bracelet here's the code it should have been seamless it should have been where he get in get out right now, this is where homegirl fucked up, though, bitch. This is where she fucked okay. up, okay? They get in a fight. Uh, Nicole Mossberger leaves the boat to go back to the room. Right. Why the fuck didn't Paula fake a panic attack? Say, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. I need to go back to the room, too. Well, she's a kid. I don't care. She, she knew what she, she, knew what she set him up for. That's the problem with Gen Z. They know so much, but they don't have the life experience right. to know enough. Right. To get away with shit. Because the you thing know? is, I, bitch, <laughs> I told him the room will be empty. Right. I, I see that this woman's going back to the room. Right. There's no, absolutely no way I would have stayed on that boat. I would have faked a panic. She didn't have her meds. True. She could have faked, she could have faked a panic attack. I don't have my meds. Oh my God. Nicole Masperger would have immediately had to put the attention on her, on Paul, on Paula. Right. And then she, and then Kai could have gotten the bracelet and gotten away with it, supposedly. True. Mind you, obviously, but this was whatever. Not what happened. This is not what happened, guys. So Nicole Mossberger goes back to the room. Kai is also trying to go to the room to steal the bracelets. They cross paths. It gets ugly. Kai has to, he, he, he wrestles the woman up. He wrestles Nicole, throws her on the bed, tells her to, you know. He had a mask on, too. He so had a like, mask on and everything. No one can, she couldn't tell who it was. At first, But he yeah. had a hotel uniform on. Right. So, and he had the key. He was in the room. Right. He, she's like, shut the fuck. He's like, shut the fuck up. And then he's like, don't say anything. Then, of course, Mark Mossberger, he comes into the room and he ends up fighting Kai. They're in a scuffle. He, Kai gets away. He leaves with the bracelets. And then they're left there. So here's what I want to know this. I Do you think there was a hole in the plot line? Because he also stopped texting her. She didn't hear from him again. Yeah. So do you remember? So Kai had made Paula this like really beautiful necklace. necklace yeah. Yeah. And so how she even got the code for the safe, she busts out this old like locket necklace. Yeah. And she's like, oh, can you put this in the safe? Like she tells her friend Olivia. Um, this was my grandmother's. It's really special for me. You know, can yeah. I, she needs the code. So when when this all goes down, I don't know if you remember, Olivia still hasn't put it together that yeah. Paula gave him the code. So she's yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry about... Because he got away with the bracelet. Yeah. About the, but then her mom, she was like, I'm so sorry about your grandmother's necklace. Yeah. She's like, I, you know, it's so... Like, what a coincidence that the thief took it too. Yeah. And mind you, she's laying in the bed and she's 
crying. Yeah, she's she's so she's ruined this kid's me. life. But no, but like, what happened there? Did he play her? No, bitch. no, but because why would he take her grandmother's necklace? No, bitch. And then not in that in back. that moment, he's not he's not even cognizant. Was it just in my? She head didn't then? even tell him about the the, the bracelet. The, but the how necklace. do we know? Because remember, so. Once, so Paula's trying to text him, trying to see what's going on. She doesn't hear from him. After, after she hasn't heard from him for like a day, they go back on the boat to go on the scuba diving trip. Yeah. She's super sad because obviously he's ghosting her. He she, she ruined his she, life. No, but she threw the necklace into the yeah. water. So what, what is that like symbolic for something? Like, did he she take... She feels horrible that she ruined this kid's life. Yeah, but what does the necklace have to do with it? That's the... I'm That's what he there's gave like a her. on the plot line. That's what he gave her. But why did he take her grandmother's necklace, too? He didn't... She didn't even tell him. Okay, I don't but think... But he didn't take all the jewels. He just took the bracelet. I don't think that... I think you're reading too much okay. into that. I really don't <laughs> think that was it, babe. Because when I tell you that... When he he wanted, it was all about those seventy five thousand dollar bracelets. That was the money okay. that was gonna make that. That's what he needed to. She's like, she's like, those bracelets are seventy five thousand yeah. dollars. At this point, Paula used her grandma's necklace as a way to get the code. That's it. I don't okay. think. I mean, mind you, I could be wrong. The writers there is thought, a, there's a season two. They got greenlit for season two. Yeah. Wait a minute, really? Yeah, yeah. I think this was like Shut a plot. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wait, I thought it was a miniseries. I thought it was a miniseries too. When the but fuck they, did you find this shit today, out? Today, today. Yeah, there's, they've been greenlit for season oh two. Oh my god, I'm so, so excited. That's why I'm like... Is there, I don't think they're going to bring the same people back, bitch. I think it's going to be like America Horror Story. They'll bring a whole true, new... True, but no. I think maybe the staff might change. I, might, might I, not think, change, I think the you know? staff will stay the same and the people right. will change. That would be sickening. Right. Armand, obviously not. Right. Because, well, let's get into that. Let's right. actually get okay. into that, guys. We're, we're running out of time. So let us know. Send us a message if you think I'm like not being crazy about this like necklace plot line. Let us or like, and if you agree I, with no, him, yeah, let me know. Yeah, I mean, let I, us know. I never even went there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I didn't even see that side because she was so not fixated. It was just not about that. She felt like shit because she ruined Kai's life. Kai got arrested but because he didn't Kai, get arrested. Yes, they caught him. Oh, you're right. They Armand did. said they caught him <gasps> and they got the bracelets oh, back. Oh, shit. She never felt mind. like shit. Okay, side note, I was watching it. So we had like a little watch party at my cousin's house and I was with. Bitch. The baby. So I was a little distracted. Okay. So 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 guys, <laughs> let's let's go back. Let's we gotta Never get into mind. we gotta get into this okay. right. So okay. So Armand, this guy, you know, Shane's been ruining this guy's life, right? Right. It got to the point where the general manager's involved. You know what I'm saying? He's getting in trouble. Shane also finds out about the attack on the Mossbachers. Yes, yes. he gets even yeah. more riled up. So he goes to this guy. He's like, we gotta take this shit. We gotta take this motherfucker down. So Armand finds out, he gets a call from his GM. He's like, oh shit, I'm in trouble. I'm getting fired. So he right. goes on a fucking crazy bender. He just takes all the oh, drugs. He, they were partying. Hard. And they're all- Hard, bitch. <laughs> and then simultaneously why this is happening, Rachel has already told Shane, I am done. I don't want to be with you anymore. You were a baby. You were a spoiled brat. This is not the life that I thought. I don't want to be a trophy wife. I still want a name for myself. I don't want to be a plus one. Right? right? So basically that happens. Um, literally, uh, while this is happening, they're trying to kind of like, Rachel's still going to dinner with Shane. Like, she's right. just like, you know, but then he's just like obsessing. He's like, what is wrong with her mom? What's up with him? She's like, leave that poor man alone. Finally, I was like, thank God she said something. She was like, right. leave that poor man alone. I was like, oh my God, thank you. I felt so bad for Armand the whole time. You know what I mean? So anyways, we fast forward. Armand is on a 
offender. He's fucking fucked up. You know, uh, Shane, it, Shane and Rachel have split. They're kind of doing their own thing. Shane leaves the dinner. He's upset, right? He goes to the bar. He, he starts taking shots. Yeah. Um, Armand goes to Shane's room. He gets a key. He gets in his room and he proceeds to take a shit in this man's suitcase. On top of the clothes. On top of the clothes. He takes a shit in the man's suitcase, gets caught because Shane comes back to the room. Mind you, Shane is already on edge because he's found out about the, he's found out about the person. He, that tra- he was like, I wish I had a gun on me. Yeah. Like, and he, and he, of course he goes into like white savior mode. He's uh-huh. like, um, yeah, if he comes, I'm gonna attack him this way. Right. I'm, gonna I'm gonna do shoot this. Him this way. Right. I'm gonna put him down, and I'm like, right. oh, here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. So, mind you, that's happening in his head. Shane gets back to the room. He starts smelling the shit. Mind you, Armand gets caught, so Armand is still in the room when Shane gets back in there. So he's trying to hide, but he's just take a shit in this guy's suitcase. So Shane smells it. He sees it. He's fucking livid he's on the phone with you know he he's on the he mind. lost his shit he's on the phone there's a shit someone shit in my bag blah 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 blah, blah. he hears armand armand makes a noise because he's like in hiding in the room and he's high as fuck he's high boots so oh he's just God. like on another level and then he creeps around the corner to try to catch the bad guy he shane's like kni- he has a shane has a knife, knife like a butcher right? knife right so they're he's trying to catch up on him he's trying to get the robber because he thinks it's probably a drill robber right just like the moss baggers right Armand's around the corner. He turns the corner and Shane stabs Armand in the chest. Yeah. And that's the end of Armand, guys. He dies. Isn't that insane? Which, mind you, I feel like that scene was also really, like, I mean, it was very powerful in the sense to, like, it it kind of, for me, it made me think of, like, all these people who are, like, pro-gun. Yeah. Like, okay, it's all fun and games until you actually have to defend yourself. Right. And you kill the person that is trying to attack you. And I know you're trying to defend your life. Right. But like, do you really want to live with that? But bitch, at the same you know time, I mean? that nigga had no business being in his room shitting in his suitcase. <laughs> Let's be real. That nigga was on one. He was high boots. He was shitting in that man's suitcase. So Armand shouldn't like, have been if there. someone shits in my suitcase. Listen, all bets are off. All bets are fucking off. Okay. You in my room shitting in my suitcase. Down, bitch. Okay, I'm taking you down. So that's so in the beginning. So mind you, in the beginning of this whole entire series, we see a foreshadowing. Like literally, the show opens where Shane is sitting at the at the airport. He's got his shades on. He's by himself, mind right. you. He's supposed to be on his honeymoon. This couple is bothering him. This white couple is talking to him. He's not trying to hear it. There's a they mentioned they're like didn't someone die on this yeah you know, they at, asked at the what hotel? hotel he stayed at he yeah we at White Lotus she's like oh my god we heard someone died, died there. there right so we see all this in the beginning but we so don't remember it really until the entire series finale season finale you're literally on edge being like who's gonna who's die? gonna die we were we we at Orlando's house we literally had like all these different theories yeah I had a theory that like Lonnie was gonna be Kai's boyfriend or Kai's girlfriend I, yeah because I'm like yeah. what happened to Lonnie. I know. This I kind of. She literally had a whole baby in the first episode in Armand's office. Yeah, and never comes back. Never comes back. I like, like that though. I kind of <laughs> like that though. They just did that. I was like, this is sickening. I love it. Um, and like, yeah. And then so, so I also like Kai. I would have loved to like know. I mean, I guess they just left it as like you. You can kind of like already know what happened, that's right? The, that's the thing about this show, and it because not a lot of people were really happy with the season finale. I thought it yeah. was good. I felt I a thought little bit was, like I wanted more 
more too. But I also think like the writers did that to yeah. leave holes open. True. Because I was before I read the article that had gotten greenlit for season two, I was like, yeah. oh, this is it. Like it's gonna be a really good which One I thought done. it was a really good season finale, but yeah. I know it left so many things unanswered. So I think that's why some so many people are conflicted with yeah. it. But I think if you're trying to have season two, season if you're trying yeah. to keep this going, you kind of have to leave Little, Plot you know, little, but, but they like, left us wanting more, which is essentially right. what they want to do, honestly, exactly. right? It's so good. You want people to be like, because if it was completely done and done, you'd be like, oh, shit, well, that, was, that was it. We're done. Right. I didn't feel that. I felt like I wanted to know more. I mean, we right. see Quinn paddling off in Hawaii, right? right. He's, he, he's, he's snuck away from his parents. He stayed on the island. Uh, Rachel, at the end, guys, ends up saying to Shane... I'll be happy. They get back together. You know, they get back together. She's like, I'm, I'll be happy. I promise. Which I'll be happy. I think for her, you know, I was reading in the same interview with the writer. Yeah. He was like, she literally chose the allure of like safety. Yeah. Over like her own self-respect. And which, how many people have done exactly. that? So many people. So it's so relatable, right? Exactly. Uh, Tanya, Tanya ends up, this is really quickly. We don't have to go really into it. Right. Tanya meets oh a God. guy. No, we, no, we I know, I bitch, know. we are here forever. I got to cut Becky off because I'm like, girl, we got to wrap this shit up. No, because <sighs> Tanya falls in love. She she gets a cute little bae yeah. at the hotel. Mind you, he's played by Uncle Rico. From Napoleon Dynamite. I love yes. Uncle Rico. Love him. I, it took me a little bit, but I figured it out too. I was like, <laughs> that is, that's motherfucker from, from um, Napoleon Dynamite. Mind you, so Gels was like, this is an old fuck boy right here. Like the way he was acting towards her. Uh-huh. But we find out later on that he's terminally he's ill. He's terminally ill. And the thing is, Tanya, who gets Belinda, the spa manager, all hyped about opening her own place. She leaves her on this sorrow note where she's like, girl, I need to get, figure out. I wonder how. So she gives her. So she tells her, I can't start the business. Right. I'm in love. I'm going to Aspen. Right. With this motherfucker. With this yeah. dude. Yeah. She's getting dick down. Right. On the reg. <laughs> and then she. And she hands her a wad of cash. She slides that how bitch. How much do you think was bitch. in there? Okay. Essentially. Is, you, can, you guys can DM us and th- to let us know what you think. I think it was like $10,000. I think it was more. Really, I think it was more, and I honestly, I think she wanted. I think she wanted to set her up to open the business on her own a little bit because she was grateful. But at the same time, she says, "I don't want to start continuing these tra- these transactional, transactional relationships, relationships." Which, how? I mean, she That's went from, very Caucasian, she, yeah. But she went from having her mom, which was that you know, right? She was holding onto that. That's so. That's essentially why you see Tanya at the end throwing her mother's ashes in the water because she now has Greg, who's you know, Napoleon Dynamite's the uncle. Yeah. She has him now. So she can let her mom go. She always needs somebody. She was holding and latching on to Belinda just because she didn't have anybody. She didn't have her mom. Right, Ken. So she was, yeah. she, and, and, she, and she figured that out, but she now has him for She's a little bit. She's in the bit. same pattern. She's in the She's same pattern. She's aware of her patterns. Yeah. But she, you but know, doesn't I felt from Belinda. Go. And then the thing is, like, the way they ended it, how they were just, like, waving... Like the, the staff was waiting no, but, at the next, but, you know. Belinda did have redemption because Rachel yeah. finds her, of course. And, and she's, yeah. she gets her to book her. She booked a facial with her and she's like, can you book me my own room? And then Belinda scores to the room. She and gives her, her, her card. card. Yeah. She yeah. goes into the room. She's talking to Rachel. Rachel's wearing like jewels. She's got her ring on. She's crying about her marriage. And she's like, what do you think I should do? And, and she's Belinda's like, I got like, nothing for you, bitch. 
I'm done. I have no advice for you. She's and like, she I'm, gets yeah, up. She said, I'm all out of it. She's like, yeah. I'm all out of advice. Because she's like, like yes. Because she's like, bitch, I just did this with Tanya. And she left me like this. Fuck right. you, bitch. Oh, woe is me. You're so sad because your man's so rich and his family's so rich. And you're so torn because you don't know if you right. want to like. She's like, fuck you. I work at a spa. You know what I mean? Right. And the manager at, at a hotel. I have bigger problems. Right. Fuck you and your problems. Right. I was here for it. So. Which, mind you, and, th- and that's. I will say this to someone who has like a business built on like clientele. Yeah. This is why I get it when you're starting out, like you need to make money and that like you're mm-hmm. trying to make ends meet. Do not build a relationship with someone who's going to be your client who you wouldn't have over in your own home for dinner. Yeah, it's true. It will never pay off. Right. I promise you that. And it takes a while, but just... Yeah. Take that as a lesson. I know. Like, learn from know. Belinda's mistakes. Learn from her mistakes. So yeah. <laughs> so so I'm gonna wrap everybody up, right? So we so Belinda's sad because she literally can't fucking open her, you know, she or in a sense, she's gotten her heart torn. Right. She had her heart set on the spa, right? Um, the mom and dad are cute now. Moss yeah. baggers are all in love again, fucking and shit, because ooh, he was my <laughs> white savior. You know what I'm saying? The 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 two girls, you know what I'm saying? Uh Olivia Olivia. Olivia, she ends up, she ends up fucking like, oh, bitch, I see you. Like you right. gave the number, to, you gave the, the, the password to her and she admits it. Then they talk, they talk it out. But she basically says, you know, she's, she calls her out. She's yeah. like, she's like, you stolen things too. And she's right. like, oh, it must be, it's because you think everything else, every, you don't think it's stolen because everything, you think everything belongs to you anyways. Right. right? Something like that on that, on that right. level. And so, but Very, they like, she read her for her colonizer self. Yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, Olivia was like, damn, she starts crying to her mom because she realizes like, she's like, oh, I'm not that I'm woke trash. either. I'm trash too. Just like my family. But it was actually a beautiful moment. Cause then obviously Paula's upset about Kai. Yeah. She's crying and. Olivia goes and holds her like, all right, right, I see you. Right. We're still friends. I still love you. But it's like, so at the end, you know, we see all these, all these different situations, right? We see them all at the airport, you know, and then, you know, obviously Rachel and, you know, Shane, make up. they make up. So they're going, they're going to go on Tahiti, Armin's bitch. Body is Armand's body's on the, on the plane. plane. Um, Quinn escapes his parents and he leaves and he stays on the island. Um, Tanya and Greg are seen at the airport together waiting there. Soup's cute. Right. Going to Aspen or whatever. Um, we see Belinda at the spa manager. She's waving for the next people to come in. Right. Um, so they kind of show everybody's like ending and it's right. like, it's so real. It is. Because really at the real. end of the day, guys, this is just a vacation. Right. Everyone has to go, has to quote unquote, go back to their regular lives. Right. Right. This was only a week. Right. I mean, I think the 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 that makes this sh- what makes this show so brilliant, and it's like such a good observation and just like everyday regular schmegular people and like the things that we go through and how right. we're all tied together, right? And how it all affects each other. Yeah, I loved it, guys. But also, like, there's so much humor in it, yeah. and like the humor and the realness. You know, it was so good, Becky. I'm so happy you told me to watch yes. it because I loved it. Ricky loved it. Like, I was like, this is so good, and I can't wait for season two. Yeah, apparently. me too. So, yeah. so, guys, that was the White Lotus. Um, I know we've been it. talking so long about it, but you guys need to watch it. If you guys have been watching the series already, you guys, I'm sure, lived for all the like recaps because I'm like, this is something that we were. It's, it's so so good. It was. So yeah. the writers did a great job with they this. They did an amazing, amazing job. job. So shout Brilliant. out to the White Lotus. Watch the White Lotus on HBO Max. Um, we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come right back. Yes. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. 
Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the White Lotus recap. I hope you enjoyed that. It is time for Meditate, Masturbate, or Medicate. You guys, it's real short and sweet because we are overtime. Um, <laughs> masturbate, guys. And it's the masturbate segment is when I was talking about me masturbating on the beach because I did that shit, girl. And I'm judge done. me if you want, but I totally masturbated on the beach. Uh, get, like locked up abroad. <laughs> You're know, right? like, masturbating on the beach and fucking. Thailand, oh my or god! Fucking... Right, <gasps> gag that I go to like a, a oh country god. where that's like I would not fucking die. I know. I should be careful. Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, guys. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but Becky's got a quote of the day for you guys. So this is by Brianna West. She is the author of 101 essays that will change the way you think. It's like a mini poem. So it's if you ever get the chance, go alone, walk alone, travel alone, live alone, dance alone. Just for a night, just for a while. If you ever get the chance, learn who you are when the world isn't demanding you to be one way or another. Most people only know how to stand if someone else is beside them. Don't let that be your story. If you ever get the chance, know that the opportunity to walk alone, even for a short while, is a gift unlike any other. One that can hand you insight that can change the rest of your life. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Right on brand, I, I feel like, that. to like what we were just, you know, everything that we talked about. Because yeah. there was that, the White Lotus was very layered, guys. And we, and honestly, yeah. we could have talked, you guys, we, we, we could have, we could have been here all day. I literally, <laughs> you guys, shout out, like, we're still trying to figure out our structure when it comes to this. We're all about transparency here. Give I, us so, suggestions. Honestly, yeah, if you want so to like, DM us and let us know, we're so open to feedback. So open to you feedback. You cannot offend us like, at all when it comes to feedback. Like, let us have it. I'm also a Taurus, and it's hard me for me. Okay, well, criticism. you can DM me. No, you can no. DM me. Listen, I need. <laughs> listen, this is something I want to work on. Like, criticism <laughs> is hard for me to take, but I want to. Like, you know really? what I mean? I'm a Taurus. Yes, bitch. I hate being. I hate rejection. I feel like anytime I've given you feedback, you take it really well. I had to work on that, bitch. I was really? not. I was not okay back in the day. <laughs> oh shit. And I got well mainly because I got into acting. It's always True. rejection over and over again. True. Can you imagine if I didn't get you over that? You definitely have grown leaps and bounds since you've like explored, you know, that <sighs> part for your career. So, Dude, for sure. It's, it's been hard. Like, it's hard for me to take criticism, guys. I'm a tourist. Well, but I kind of like, I'm also the type of person that where if, if, it's, if it's difficult for me, you know what I mean? I want to yeah. like own up to it and I want to like, like, you know, have it be a mirror to my face. But all right, bitch, this is what you're bad at. Like, I'm also really bad at, inter- I'm, I'm really bad. I always interrupt people and I need to work mm. on that. And I, I, bitch, my job. Like, I'm yeah. interrupting my bosses and shit. I'm like, bitch, stop. <laughs> like, and I'll literally have to be like, um, excuse me for my inter- interruption. Yeah. So at least I'm saying it because that way. The con- Listen, awareness is the first step. 
okay. I'm trying. All right, y'all. So if you feel like it's too heavy, come for me. I can handle it. Becky can handle it. (laughs) (laughs) She can handle it, you guys. I'm I'm a sensitive bitch. I'm just playing now. I'm I'm gonna get my life together, guys. I promise. Um, you guys, thank you so much for everyone that's been doing the survey. Um, I want to remind you guys again. we are appreciative of your support. And as we grow, we want to make sure that you're learning about, um, we want to learn about you guys, our listeners. So we'd love if you can hit the link in the show note description, guys, fill out our listeners survey. You don't have to fill out every single thing. You don't have to be detailed. Um, just, it would really help us out with, um, sponsorships and things. We want to know about you guys. We want to know who's listening. So please, 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 please fill out the link. It won't take you long at all. I'll even send you a little gift. If you guys leave me your Addy, you don't have to put your name down or anything like that, but I will send it to your, um, your address. So if you guys want a little gift, please, um, leave that at the end of the survey. Um, but I appreciate it, guys. We really need the um, the support. We really need you guys to fill out that survey. So do it. I'm just kidding. So do it for you guys, <laughs> guys please. Um, but we, yeah. But thank you so much. We really appreciate you. As always, tuning in to Kimboology. Yes. Shout out to my co-host, Becky. She's the shiznai. Yes. Um, thanks for putting us all on the white lotus, Becky. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I get out. Right? I'm just kidding. Like, no, go watch the show, guys. It's so good. Give it a chance. It's funny. Give it a, even if it's not your sense of humor. Whew. Have a little glass of wine, loosen up a bit, and you will be like dying. No, so. smoke a J. Or smoke and, a J. Yeah, and fucking, yeah. <laughs> Stay all day. on brand. Stay on brand. <laughs> Medicate, guys. All right, guys. As always, please reach yeah, out to us. Please. If you do want to give us any comments or anything, email us at kimboologypodcast at gmail.com. You could also sh- slide in my DMs on Instagram. That's where I'm really most of the social at is Instagram. Facebook yeah, as well. Um, but Don't Instagram- Facebook me. Yeah, Becky, don't Facebook Becky. She ain't gonna be on. She ain't gonna see it for a year, maybe two. Um, Kimboology at Kimboology Podcast um, is my Instagram tag. Um, follow Becky at Bexter Lexter. Yes. Um, I'll, everything's gonna be in the show notes, guys. Thank you again so much for listening. We appreciate you so much. You have no idea. Shout out to all the international listeners out there. We got a little shout out from Bermuda last yes. week. So shout out to you, girl. Sorry for scaring you. Sorry for scaring you. I know she was like, <laughs> I'm scared. The spooky episode. Yeah. Sorry, girl. But uh, appreciate you listening in Bermuda. We love that. So shout out to you. Yeah. Shout out to all the inter- international listeners. Y'all are out here and we appreciate you. All right, guys. So we're going to yes. let you go. Um, what should they do, Becky? Go watch White Lotus. True. Hello. And wash your ass. And um, tune in next week. Yes, and trim your um, eyebrows. And do the survey. I do the survey. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. <laughs> well, shoot the damn dog.